Heaven is that, uh, and then the smoke monster uh, was a dinosaur. All right, eight six six Ron zero Fez eight six six Ron zero Fez. Last night, the big uh, last lost episode of all time, and I have the feeling that if you were just a lost junkie, uh, much like Dave, that you would have loved it. If you were a cynical person. You would have hated it. So I'm going to just go without even talking to him. Uh, Pepper Hicks, what did you think of The Last Lost? I enjoyed it very much, so I loved it. I loved and it. And tell me why you loved it. Um, Because it gave us what we, somewhat of what we wanted. We got the fight between Jack and Lost. And I thought it was a good ending. Jack L- Lost? <laughs> Jack versus Locke. Okay. And I liked that. Um, it, gave, it, it, it was an ending I didn't see coming. Well, why would you have? It made no yeah. fucking sense. There was a perfect reason not to see it because we had uh, had the producers tell us for fucking years this is not about purgatory. And then they invented a new dimension and then decided that was purgatory. After for six fucking years saying, uh, don't fucking bother us with purgatory. Davey Mack, I'm sure you loved it. You felt completely okay with it. Even though uh, it didn't answer any questions, I I absolutely loved it, and I thought it did answer quite a quite a bit of questions. Um, m- mainly that the lost reality that we've been watching for all this time is the reality. But that wasn't our question. We took it as if it was for all these years. Okay. So they answered a question we never fucking asked. Right. But then we n- understand now the the mysteries of the island a little bit better. None. What we understand is all good children go to heaven. We didn't get any of the mysteries of the island. Nothing. They went over and moved it. I am going to tell you what happened with fucking Lost. And this will, you know, obviously, like most stories, it's a campfire story. That's all it is. It's just a campfire story. Mm -hmm. The positive side is, did they keep you somewhat entertained for six years? Yeah. You can't fucking, you can't say that if you enjoyed the show, you have any right to sit around and bitch about the ending last night. Because you saw this kind of ending coming for a long, long time. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is this. They didn't fucking know. All right. They did the original episode. We'll have these people... Get on this island, and and they'll be lost. Well, wouldn't you be able to fucking... Yeah, but it's a weird island. It's not any island that they crashed on. And to prove this, we'll make some kind of monster out of smoke. They had no idea what the monster was out of fucking smoke. So they had to keep coming up with other fucking crazy storylines. Basically... You had a storytelling Ponzi scheme where they could not fucking pay you off except for making up new shit. 
at a certain point, you go along, you're like, well, this is fun. But if you really want this thing to pay off at the end, you're fucking wrong. You might as well enjoy your fucking jet skis and your crazy fucking um, dumb fucking weekends and and forget about it ever really making sense. Because it didn't. At the end of it, they could not tell the fucking story they fucking set out to. And guess what? We all kind of knew it from the fucking beginning. Because we all were working harder on those fucking answers than those pricks were. Those two butt fuckers were having the time of their life. Just like, this is great. Oh, everyone's looking at us. Everyone cares. You see in the, uh, the two hours beforehand, they were like saying, yeah, we were just naming people after philosophers, you know, because just to fuck with people. And any books they were reading was because we liked them. They had no meaning whatsoever. Nothing ever had any fucking meaning. And at the end, they just, well, by the time they got around to um, the end of it and just paid it off with regular Christian, you know, uh, values, there he was, he's Christ on a stick walking around. But by the time they got into saying we are a religious show and not a scientific show, they didn't know how to fucking get out of it. And they had to end it the same way. Just some um, walk into the light, poltergeist boy, walk into the light. <laughs> So, overall, do you think, uh, you know, if I enjoyed playing this game for six years, good. But if you were looking for a payoff, you did never get it. And for the people who act like, well, they, they told us, everyone... But first of all, even into that fucking gimmick of everyone that was ever important to you. Where was somebody from high school? It just doesn't fucking make sense that it all stayed inside the but lawsuit. But it's on the island. It was, Why would it have been? Because that's your most intense experience and your There's, most heart-wrenching experience. But I had fucking a million heart-wrenching fucking experiences. Not those people, though. Of course they did. Everybody had fucking... Everybody had a life. That's just like you saying your most heart-wrenching experiences or whatever... We're the Ron and Fez show. That means you can't have Catman show up at the fucking church. <laughs> just like your wedding. You're going to have some relatives there. But it was the island re had them and redeem the themselves. Of, you don't even have a son. What? <laughs> oh, God. They could not pay off their Ponzi lies. It's not a bad thing. You enjoyed the run. Everybody had a lost party last night. You were excited before. You don't normally get this. You don't normally get that experience. Uh, but they could not catch up to the fucking storytelling that they started to. And um, quite frankly, they weren't good enough. They weren't. It's almost if we did this. Let's suppose, uh, you know, we're doing a thing here on the show. And I said, wait a minute, Dave, that's your wife? I want you to see this picture of my great grandmother. And I show you some old picture. And fucking Casey is in the picture. Right. We could all go, whoa, that's fucking <laughs> mind blowing, dude. Yeah. But it doesn't mean we can pay it off later and figure it out. But we would be able to blow everybody's mind by putting this fucking picture up there. Why did this happen? And that's how they spent the last six years. Just having uh, fun with it. All right. Uh, Ryan, you're on the run of first show. Hey, buddies. What's going on? Yeah. 
right, uh, I want to get each of you a reason to why you think Ben decided not to go into the church. See ya. He wasn't ready. No, it's not that. He wasn't ready. He's not going to be allowed to, to be with them. He is an, an evil person, born evil, who did good things at the end, but that doesn't disqualify you from being an evil person. Um, so what my take on it was. He yeah, I made it in. He couldn't go in, though, could he? He chose not to. Remember how That's much he free said. will. But again, they don't. you don't have a fucking definitive reason because... Left up to each person to decide. That's great, though. That is great if if you don't give a fuck. But the fucking fact of the matter is, you're a great number one. You're a great number two. Just shut the fuck up. It's just it's just a sweet little fucking way to waste your fucking time. We had six years just to waste our time. No fucking harm, no foul. Circus came to town. Blake, Rhode Island, you're on one of Fez. Hey, what's up, buddies? Yeah. I love the intro, by the way. Mm. And uh, you can tell that the story writers were writing storylines that they couldn't finish because they started off very scientific-based. Right. And then, you know, even the smoke monster, they were playing it off as something somewhat mechanical and as, like, security for the island. And it ends up wanting to destroy the island. And the only way they could try to even end this show was basically by going to spirituality, because you don't really need the answers to that, just, you know, faith-based, basically. That is the exact truth. That was the cop at. And the fucking fact is, they didn't even have the balls or the fucking creativity. And I'm not busting their balls about this, because I kind of dig the fact that they were fucking, you know, working a long con on everybody, and that's basically <laughs> what show business is. But they didn't even have the fucking skills to pull off a new kind of spirituality. They just had to throw some hodgepodge up. Whatever your own faith is, that's why you'd believe it. So a guy like fucking Dave, who grew up uh, Catholic, where basically you can't get over the shame you put on Earth, that's where he can put Ben. It has nothing to do with their fucking um, uh, spirituality or, or, or new spirituality. And then Dave can use the... That's what's so great about it. Whatever mm -hmm. you bring to it is what you take. How's that fucking good? How is that fucking good that you have to bring the same old religious bullshit that you came up with to this story to get your fucking answers? Here's Christy, Staten Island. You're on Ronnie Fez. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, Dave, you said they explained everything. They yeah. explained nothing. What, what, what was with the donkey wheel? What was None of that stuff got paid off because the donkey wheel was was a, was a thing was a symbol of moving the island, which also didn't just mean physically. It meant that all these people's right, fucking you, psyches were changing. But you were supposed to fucking literally pull us into that. Why did they end up not well, in the middle of what L.A.? The wheel is. Because you're wrong. You're just ready to jump along with it. Uh, why did they end up in the middle of fucking Iraq or whatever instead of anywhere else? Cause that's it's just fucking little fucking stories to keep everybody going for six years. No big deal. It's fine. We all had lost parties last night. Um, here's to me what the whole fucking night came down to. A chance to sell more ad times for Jimmy fucking Kimmel. And when he... And the cast didn't even take it fucking seriously. Where he had the balls to show the audience crying, know that everybody that they watched for years was dead. And then he went into some second generation Catskill jokes and running out old fucking bits that everybody has already been joking about on the internet where Bob Newhart wakes up. Them refeeding us that. 
no one at ABC give, gave a fuck about this. It was all just about, can you believe how many people we pulled in for this? Um, let's go over here to uh, David, Kansas City. You're on the Run of Fest show. Morning, boys. Yeah. Got a Ichiban. Uh, Brittany Murphy's husband was found dead Sunday night. If that matters to anybody. I think it really did tie into his depression about lost. Do you think so? That's what it was? Yeah. Um, it's always possible. Uh, here's Peter and Ron Fez show. Yeah, it looks like uh, the spirituality of the church is whites only. No Walt, no Michael, no black girl. What the hell? Oh, uh, yeah. At the end, they really didn't have any idea what to do with uh, any of those gimmicks. They really did not. I like how they went with the uh, with Jack in the cave. They went basically with the Spock death from Wrath of Khan, where you're having to stick something into the giant light to save everybody else, and yet sacrificing yourself to do it. I didn't understand any. It got to a point last night where I just didn't even understand what I was looking at anymore. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Jarrett, Mash, you're on Fez. Yeah, what's going on, buddies? Hey, uh, the reason Ben didn't end up going into the church is because he liked where he was in the dream world. He got to spend some time with his, uh, with the Marceau lady or whatever her name was, and, uh, and his daughter, who he never got a chance to really know on the island. So in this dream world of purgatory, uh, he got to actually have some pleasure in his life, and he wanted to enjoy that before he decided to go on to wherever everybody in the church went on to. Yeah, none of that would make sense once you broke that fucking dimension, though. Once you broke the fact of what that reality was, then you would be stuck just sitting outside of the church east of Eden. You wouldn't be able to go back into the fucking dream world where he was enjoying those things. Uh, here's Dan. Dan and P.A., you're on Fez. Remember this? Hey, what if everything about Walsh just turns out to be... Here's Danny and Phil. You're on the Ron Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. I uh, have a Ichiban for you. Hey, uh, we really Weber, uh, long-time Philly broadcaster, radio guy, passes away at age 80. Ah, uh, I had no idea this just happened, or? Yeah, it happened, I believe, late yesterday. He was awaiting uh, heart surgery later on this week and uh, died of a, just died of a heart attack. We were just talking about him not too long ago. I talked to somebody from Philly who was in the uh, peanut gallery. All right, I appreciate it, Danny. All right, Ronnie. All right, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. That's Wee Willie Weber. He was a longtime Philadelphia TV and radio uh, personality. Uh, used to show, show cartoons to the kids in the afternoon. And then I think, man, I'm not sure what radio station, like a WIP or a Wibbage, one of the old uh, AM stations. Uh, it's rough to hear. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866 Ron Zero Fez. Uh, Mike, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, buddy, what's up? Yeah. Hey, what aggravated me about the Lost finale was they made the, the last show about the characters and not the Allen, and what that was a true mystery, the Allen, right? Yeah, I mean, the basic thing that they satisfied the, you know, the, the Daves and Hicks of the world with, you could have acted like that was the end of fucking Goodfellas. Hey, uh, forget all the plot line that you paid attention to all the, uh, before. We all get together in heaven. 
We're all going to be back together again in heaven. It was just fucking uh, ridiculous. It was just absolutely ridiculous. In the meantime, did you get a nice, fun, fucking six-year run out of it? Yeah, you did. TV stinks so bad, you might as well just fucking enjoy whatever gimmick you got. But in terms of storytelling, one day you'll look back and go, they never really knew what they were doing, and they were playing uh, catch-up ball. Jesse James is going to be a nightline uh, Tuesday night, calling himself the most hated man in the world. So, I mean, when it comes to celebrities... I don't know if guys, uh, male celebrities, are the most hated in the world. I think female celebrities take a lot more heat than male celebrities. If if the guys got as much heat as the women do, I think Brad Pitt would have gotten more heat when he cheated on Jennifer Aniston. But no, it's Angelina Jolie who show who will show up on a most hated celebrity list. So I don't know if he's actually most hated. I think it's a little grandiose on his part. Um, uh, first of all, I don't know how he's a fucking celebrity. He married a celebrity. I don't know if you could say he's a celebrity himself. And, you know, people are like, can he fix his image? or His image with who? Guys who fucking buy really expensive motorcycles, I don't think they're going to be upset over the fact that he banged some fucking tattooed monkey instead of his own, you know, his wife. I don't think anybody that is in his world is ever going to be mad at him. Will he get any more movies? No. Did he get any before? No. So what the fuck does he have to uh, fix? The whole thing is, again, the guy has to cry on TV. That's what you have to do in this country. You have to go on fucking TV and cry. Which means you and your big motorcycle and your tattoos are all fucking bullshit from jump. It's this whole, I'm a fucking tough guy running around to I threw away my marriage and my wife. Then fucking scrape your tats off and start driving around in a Volkswagen fucking van. You're not supposed to be the regular guy from the neighborhood. You set up your whole gimmick like you were a fucking tough guy. And the fucking second you have the opportunity to fucking be tested on it, you're acting like any other fucking guy on TV. I can't wait to fucking cry. Please drive me to fucking sissy town. Everyone's fucking thing. The, the other part of this really makes me laugh. You see this uh, little bit where I destroyed my life. I threw away my marriage. Way to get off the fucking eye wagon. It's not like I fucked up some nice people's lives or I let down some nice people. It's all back to fucking him again. And that's always the fucking criers. Their fucking feelings hurt. What a big fucking pussy. Just sell your fucking bike parts to people. Who gives a shit? Uh, Dan, you're on a fist. Yo, Ronnie, what did they mean when they said I ordered for the table? Dan, do you really want to be the last guy with that fucking joke? No. Seriously, I'm the first one today. You're crazy. It's been going on for fucking weeks, and it was even on fucking Kimmel last night. Oh, Ronnie, I don't watch any of that. I haven't watched one episode of the show. Then just think to yourself, I came in 12 hours late. Am I going to have the fucking first joke? 
866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Caesar, New Jersey, you're on the Run of Fez show. How you doing, buddy? Yeah. Hey, Ronnie, did you catch the uh, Wait for Champions League final on Saturday? Uh, yeah. What you think? Well, what are you going to do? It's all fucking hanging out there now, isn't it? The big fucking uh, uh, club championship is over, and we're all ready to set up for the world game. The world game. Sean Westchester, you're on Run of Fez. Ah, I was going to say the same thing. Uh, Inter Milan won the uh, European champions. I was glad to see it, too, because of what the Nazis did during World War II. That's right. Get them back a little bit. They're, they should go pretty far in the fucking World Cup. But again, because of what they did during World War II, I don't want to see it happen. Uh, here's uh, Frank in Long Island. You're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, well, I'm listening to all this uh, lost talk. I'm proud to say I've never seen one fucking episode. Yeah, well, you're also the last person to bring that up. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Steve. Steve, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, boys. Yeah. Uh, there will be no more Lima time for a one Jose Lima. He passed away on Sunday at age 37, heart attack. Yeah, that's uh, always an ugly story, right? Yes, sir. 37 years old, boom, boom, out go the lights. He's in the church with the rest of the lost kids. Off you go. You got nothing in this world. It all fucking goes putting out quick. Had a couple good years, but... Who said that? Ah, save Dave. I did. Uh, huh? 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. What if NFL spring meetings are underway? You know, ESPN can't stay off football for a second. They basically are so close to being the NFL network. It's. I'm sure it's time to start speculating on Favre again. You don't like Favre. I'm just not a fan of, you know, will he or won't he every single year. And is what team's going to get him? It just, it, to, to me, it's, it doesn't make any sense. He'll show up. He'll show up. Unless he's dead, he'll show up. That's basically what he's done. Hulk Hogan is uh, pissed with uh, Post Serial and has uh, filed a federal lawsuit against them uh, because they've done some kind of uh, serial commercial where a guy named Bulk Boulder goes out and is fighting against Fred and Barney. And uh, then you find out uh, that he gets beat up by Bam Bam. And Hulk Hogan is saying, I am Bulk Boulder and they're making fun of me. Uh, Fezzi, which side of this you stand on? Um, I'm going with Hulk Hogan on this. I think this is an obvious look um, of uh, Hulk Hogan's character. It's got the handle, the Fu Manchu blonde mustache. Yeah, but what if they would have done this on um, South Park or anything else? Does this mean you're not allowed to do parody anymore? Kind of looks more like Long, uh, Long John, Big John Stud to me, rather. <laughs> Fuck, they all look the fucking same. So you think it's the Big John Stud? Yeah, is he dead or alive? No, he's been dead. Oh. But does this mean that you can never do parody? Well, you could do parody, but this is they're selling cereal with his likeness. Well, you you could also say that they're selling cereal if they do parody on fucking any show that has commercials. 
Also, this guy's been has hair. Hulkster's been bald for thirty years. It's really funny to me that he has to go in the fucking court and yell, "I'm bulk boulder." Not that that's any dumber of a name than fucking Hulk Hogan. Bulk is better, actually. But what are what is he fucking Islamics? We're not allowed to do fucking any parody <laughs> without him going crazy. What's the difference? What's the difference between that and having a character on South Park? South Park is just made to fucking sell things too. They just shit on celebrities. There's not even any parody. They just this, <laughs> this is Tom Cruise. This He's is gay. the actual person, right? <laughs> They're not saying Tom Booze. I think this looks like Hulk Hogan is endorsing a breakfast cereal. You could say the same thing by appearing on fucking South Park. They sell those spots for money. And it's not Hulk Hogan, it's Bulk Boulder, who gets his ass uh, beat by fucking Bam Bam. See, that doesn't help Hulk Hogan's image any, that he can get beat up by a baby. Uh, if anyone's fucking image, if anyone's fucking fan group gets confused over Bam Bam, uh, I don't fucking get it. I don't get that that could hurt him. He's also fucking 58 years old. He should be able to get beat up by anybody. Uh, let's go over here to uh, Frankie. You're on my face. Hey, boys. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is the stock and trade of the Flintstones, though, is celebrity parody. They've been doing it with Carrie Granite and, and Mog Rock, and, 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 you know, they've been doing it since the dawn of time. It is very true. Mark, Chicago, you're on the Ron Fez show. Yeah, didn't Hulk Hogan just take his name from The Hulk? Yeah, I mean, the whole thing of Hulk is somebody else's fucking cartoon character to begin with. Not that he isn't a really inventive guy. Uh, Mikey Boy wants to jump in on this. Dave, I hate to pull you into this. Mikey Boy, because I know you're running the Save Dave campaign. but I'm doing the best I can. I'm sorry. Freddie, fucking... Oh, you're doing the best you can? All right, then that's fine. I'm sorry. As long as you're working... No, as long as you're working on the best you can, Dave. Because the last thing I want to do is give you any fucking stress during this time that you're running something. Let me just put, get on with Mikey Boy. You're on the hey, Montefiore show. Yeah, I was wondering if the families of Art Carney and uh, Jackie Gleason should be getting angry about the, uh, the Flintstones doing commercials anyway, because aren't they just parodies of the Honeymooners? It is really true. The entire thing was a complete ripoff. Uh, we're going to take a break here. Uh, we'll be right back. It's the Montefiore show. I don't care that you really were some pansy. You're my own flesh and blood, and well, you made me proud. My son's a homosexual, and I love him. I love my dead gay son. Ron Fez Show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, a lot of people are asking me if the Save Dave campaign is uh, doing any good. 
I have to simply say I think so. I think you've brought a lot of attention to the fact that uh, people want Dave to stay. All of us here at 202 wants Dave to stay. And I've been uh, going back and forth with our bosses. They all want Dave to stay. So we'll see what happens here. I will say everybody's, uh, you know, heart seems to be in the right place that uh, works above us. Whether that works out from on a business side, I don't know. And all the folks that are doing the Save Dave campaign, I, I do think it's been uh, effective. Particularly since uh, Mikey Boy got involved. Got a little more... Uh, it got a little more pulled together. But we'll see how these things go along. All right, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. I will say it's been uh, stressful on all of us, including myself, going back and forth with these guys. But uh, we do want David to stay here. Some of the cable companies said they're going to start trying to have better customer service in order to lure some customers back that have gone, like, to satellite television and those other options. So this is amazing where you have any other business along the way has always bragged about their customer service or talked about how their customer service is the absolute best. Here's an industry which is now saying, we're going to start having customer service, where before it just wasn't even implied. So one of the things they're talking about doing is having specific appointment times. There won't be the 12-hour window when the cable man can show up. So now if it's like 4.30, the appointment will be at 4.30. Like, this is also innovative. Uh, all they'd have to do is get the NFL football package. I think if they would have the NFL football package from the beginning... This wouldn't happen to them. Uh, and I don't see how they lost it. I don't ever, I never found out what those uh, backroom gimmicks were. They always seem to do a thing where it's whenever there's a, a cable network that's feuding with them, like with ABC, uh, right around the Super Bowl, it was, you know, well, you, or you may not get the Oscars. That's what it was with ABC. You know, and it was like they, it's almost like they take this attitude. Of we don't need ABC on our cable lineup. Well, obviously, you're, it's the same thing that, that's going back and forth with Dave right now. You never know in a negotiating thing what anyone means. They're not trying to get rid of uh, ABC. They were just saying, you know, people go back and forth over what money they would be willing to spend. I mean, this may, the cable guy may be the job with the worst rep. I, when you just when you think of a job and someone being an asshole doing that job, what are you looking for? A list. Well, I was thinking. I was thinking like maybe security guard is up there. Uh, let's go over here to uh, Ryan. Ryan, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey guys, I just wanted. To, I've been working for a cable company in the Philly area for about six years now. Um, the time frame thing, we try to, now it's like a, like a two, two hour time window. Uh, if you call same day, we'll usually be out there in like, like a four hour window, but you never know, like, you start out your day with a route of work, you go into somebody's house and it's like a pigsty and he needs a bunch of wiring done. 
a call could take a half an hour. It could take four hours. So it's the important like, thing, Ryan, is how many housewives have you banged over the years? <laughs> Seven and eight, something like that. That low? <laughs> Seven or eight. You're in their house with them. Alone. Alone. They're all pilled out. Of course they're all pilled out. It's hammer time. Thanks, Dole. I bet that cable of yours is pretty long and thick, huh? Faz, you're going for a list of uh, bad jobs? Well, I was thinking uh, what jobs end up getting that asshole reputation. How about CIA informant? That's got to be up there pretty high. Uh, let's go over here to uh, Jeff. You're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, what's up, guys? Okay. Listen, I've been, I've been doing the cable business for about four years now, and, man, you wouldn't believe some of the houses you run into, especially when you're trying to go and help these people, and all they're doing is screaming at you about how the service sucks, how their bills are so high, and, you know... The bills go high. Our paychecks never increase. I'll tell you that much. And the work is ten times harder. It, it, it's a different breed out here when we have to work outside. Yeah, well, it comes down to this. A lot of people think uh, that if someone's doing them early service, a uh, bank teller, a waitress, whatever, uh, that suddenly makes them a king. So they get to yell as if they were king for a day. Uh, Don, New Jersey, you're on Fez. Hey, Ronnie, how you doing? What do you say? I got a beef to pick with Fezzy. What's he got against security guards? Explain the hot potato rule, Fez. Just keeping it moving. Is this looking to get a list started? Bronx Johnny was a security guard. He was nice to everybody, I bet. Bronx Johnny is fucking got the initials BJ, and he never brings that up. You always told me BXJ. Uh, well, are you still doing high f uh, high society with him? We've done a couple in the last final six months. How come you won't do it here on Sirius? I thought all the time is taken up here. I'll give you the fucking Sunday night slots. All right, maybe. I like when you guys talk about hiring. Going high all the time. Uh, let's go over here to Adam. You're on Fez. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, uh, as for the cable industry, I think the telephone part of the uh, cable, when you're calling in for service, that part sucks. Not so much the cable guy himself. I mean, he's got his hands tied. But uh, Cable guy. Uh, I think it's mean the way that they're, they're always uh, so cruel to Ferris Bueller and his best friend, Jack Black. Favorite flavors, Fez. Chocolate. Also vanilla. You're like lost. You like them both, huh? Chocolate and vanilla. It's good mixed together, too. Kind of a black cow? Mm-hmm. Uh, Rob, Garden City, you're on a fuzz. Hey, guys. Yeah, if, uh, if uh, anybody wants to get away from the, you know, sh 
stronghold of uh, the cable companies. All you got to do is just, you know, get your own TV programming, you know, free of charge. It's called a free-to-air box, FTA box. You can get uh, free Dish Network programming right with this box. All you do is go online. You can find a box for $200 or less. Yeah, you hook it up, and this box, what you do is you just reprogram it. These boxes are actually legal. What? Yeah, why not just up. do what fucking Hicks does and watch every single thing uh, on the computer? Everything's free. As soon as uh, Lost was over, I redownloaded it. <laughs> it was up on the internet immediately after it was fucking off. <laughs> that fucking quickly? 15 minutes later, I just said, fuck him all. Maybe I'll just try and watch this again. You are a fucking vandal. They've been doing it for so long, it just seems like normal. Sure. Just like if you found a dead body, you go through his fucking wallet. They're not going to be using the money. That's true. Or cell phone or keys to the house, whatever. I had, I'll have their address from their wallet. You know, why are you the only person who lives like this was still escaped from New York? You're like the fucking Duke of New York over there. I wish I'd find the mayor. Lindsay, what's the, what's the list? Lindsay Lohan's in a courtroom right now. She, uh, the judge that's listening to her probation case here, actually took a day off from her vacation. Is starting her vacation a day late so that she could get Lindsay Lohan in her courtroom. How do you know all these things about Lindsay Lohan? Just it's uh, this one is everywhere. It's all over the gossip pages on the internet. And I think it's even hit some of the news sites. Well, there were also pictures of her um, with rails cut up on a table that came out, too. Yeah, I saw that. And she was acting like, that better not have been Coke, she said. I was set I, up. I don't know what it was, but I hope it wasn't Coke. In the meantime, she's fucking all pasty white like a fucking zombie crackhead. You know, Dick Clark should have never gotten that uh, nickname, the world's oldest teenager. Because Lindsay Lohan did it the other way. Where, when she was 19, she looked pretty much like she was 65, 70 years old. So she was not so much an old person who felt young like Dick Clark. She was uh, a young person who looked old. Exactly. She took it the other way. Like Benjamin Button. I think he was more Dick Clarkish, where he was old but looked young. Because he was getting younger every day. How would you consider yourself there? I would probably say older looking than I really am. That would be impossible. <laughs> With the prematurely white beard. I don't think it's premature. I think he came right on time. Why do you keep it then? Um, because it's to me, it's when I where I have the vitiligo, the patches there. This is an easier cover up. Why don't you make up uh, a parody song to Cotton Eye Joe called Vitiligo? You got a list, right? On old teenagers? No, I don't. What about Grandma Walton? Why would she have fallen into this? She would have been uh, on the Lindsay Lohan side because that woman was playing an old grandmother in the 60s all the way I through. I doing a joke about it. Hot Tate. Hot Tater. So Lindsay, I think, is going to get the book thrown at her today. She's, I think she's facing 180 days in jail. 
had the big fake. I think pass- she's going to get 30 days in a hole. Have mercy. 30 days in a hole. I think her last sentence was like 24 hours. She spent 18 minutes. Get at least 30 days out of this one. Yeah. She's missed her alcohol classes. She missed uh, missed her uh, court date with the passport lie. Somebody stole her passport. (laughs) I don't know any of this stuff. Yeah, uh, this was, she was at the Cannes Film Festival last week. The what film festival? Cannes. Cannes, okay. (laughs) At St. Tropez? I think, I think this is in France. Yeah, it is. But, um, yeah, she was supposed to be in court last Thursday, then made up a story that someone had stolen her passport. Someone is always out to get her. It's like there's a, a roaming band of ninjas that are constantly stealing from her. Look, the kid's all fucked up. She's a fucked up kid. She's a drug addict, alcoholic, mind blown. We've known this for years. Let's make her a bad person, though, no. right? All right. She comes from a fucked up family. She's from Long Island. Pretty much sums it up. Said. She's like anyone else we know from Long Island. She might as well be the little redheaded girl. Who always misses her court dates, too. Linda McMahon has revealed herself as the person who provided the info on her Senate rival Richard Blumenthal's lies about serving in Vietnam to, the new, to news reports. So Linda McMahon is basically, uh, this is the most wrestling we've seen here from the McMahon family lately. And it's, it's not even in the ring. It's Linda McMahon basically taking a mask off and saying it, it was me. I'm the one who did it. This is such a wrestling angle. She should do a run-in at one of his next campaign rallies. Maybe give him a chair shot and have Sergeant Slaughter out there slapping him in the Cobra, cu- uh, in the Cobra Clutch. You almost say Cobra Kai? Almost. That's from uh, I, Karate Kid? Yeah. Either that or I almost said Cobra Crotch. How could a Cobra have a crotch? Well, I couldn't. There's got to be something down there, but there wouldn't be anything between its legs because there's no legs. So the McMahon's uh, at, um, doing a heel turn here against Blumenthal and his... Uh, I'm trying to get a band! Oops, I actually leaned on that with my foot. Um, yeah, but I don't you think she has a right to say it? I mean, she's got something on her opponent. He had lied about something. I don't know if that makes her the heel. Maybe because she leaked it rather than just coming out and saying it. But um, I think he'd he'd have had to expect this. Now, if she would have fucking made it up about it. So she got the endorsement of her party uh, going into her primary. So she should be sitting in pretty good shape, huh? Yeah, she will probably... If they don't replace this Blumenthal on the Democratic side... Um, she'll probably be facing him, the Vietnam liar, against Linda McMahon in Connecticut for the U.S. Senate seat. And then once she's in office, then it's, uh, 
then we're stuck with uh, with the wrestling the way it is now. With the guest host, with Buzz Aldrin, with the silliness, with the no blood, the no chair shots. Then, once she's in the Senate, we'll be stuck with that for at least six years. Now, I think her Democratic, uh, or I mean her Republican opponent, I think is coming out and talking about, uh, actually said Linda McMahon has blood on her hands from all the wrestling deaths over the past years. All the guys had to work for her and then ended up dead. So it'll be interesting to see how she combats that one. These are, these are interesting news items. Out of Connecticut, are they, Fez? Yeah, Connecticut. Yep. Anything out of New Hampshire, Vermont? No, I don't have anything there. Upstate New York? Nope, nothing, nothing out of, uh, nope. Nothing out of Albany. Mm. It is the Ron and Fez Show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Eastside Dave, last Friday night, the last time uh, we saw him, he was off to do the big Pearl Jam show. And then from what I understand, Dave, it was a three and a half hour show by Pearl Jam. Yeah, I didn't get to see three and a half hours, unfortunately. Uh, this is shocking to me because I know that you were at the event because I saw your drunken Twitio. Yeah, and those Twitios got taken down. Um, uh, I don't even know how, but they got taken down. I think I probably called my... No, someone gave a bad comment on one of them, so I told her, take my Twitios down. What was the bad comment? It was, you fucking drunk. How are you at Pearl Jam concert if you're having all these problems? But, uh, you know, Pitsy bought me everything. Tickets, beer. Why did you get mad? Because I was drunk, and I was like, fuck it, he doesn't get to t- see my Twitio anymore. But that wasn't even the highlight. The the, the low light of the concert was uh, two black uh, security guards um, saw me and Pitsy smoking. They said, put out your cigarettes. This is 45 minutes into the set. Put out your cigarettes. So we did, but Pitsy called one of them <laughs> the word. And then they took us down, checked our tickets, realized we were sitting in illegal seats... And they then said, okay, you guys have to leave now. And I think we still could have gotten away with it with some polite behavior. But it was like Jake LaMotta and Raging Bull after uh, the cops, you know, arrested him for uh, the young girl with the underage drinking. Um, This is unbelievable because I've talked to a lot of Pearl Jam fans who thought after people would seen him 30 or 50 times, best Pearl Jam show Top five Pearl Jam show. Yeah, I've I heard. And you missed out on it. I heard from so many people, most amazing Pearl Jam show of all time, and I was so pissed off. Um, he Pitsy also then proceeded to text me 30, 40 texts that unfortunately I didn't save because mm-hmm. every single one had the N word in it, and it was like, I mean, he was so insane. It was all because one hit of a, of a marijuana joint, and and we're out after basically, uh, I'd say four or five songs. But why couldn't have you have said, oh, it wasn't our pot, it was somebody else's? No, just- it wasn't even pot. They, they, they kicked us out because of cigarettes. Why did you just say hit off a marijuana joint? Oh, I did. I said the, the uh, I, we, one hit off a joint is what made Pitsy insane. I've never seen a person more out of control. 
I mean, it was fucking, it was like Uma Thurman in Pulp Fiction. You got his number? Uh, yeah, I have his Let's number. Let's try to get a hold of him. Okay. So he took a hit off of you, what, you was it your weed? No, it was a stranger's weed. We didn't. We weren't even holding that day. Some so guy he, had a fucking joint, passed it to us, and I, I took a hit, two two hits. Pitsy took one, and then that's when it, he just went fucking to a different world. I was trying, believe it or not, to calm things down, but he was like, he almost he put his hands on security guards. <laughs> I was like, Pitsy, shut the fuck up. They're going to let us stay. They're just kicking us out of our seats. He was having a hard time comprehending that. We moved down to a much better section because we had nosebleeds. He couldn't comprehend that they were kicking us out of those seats that we didn't belong in, but not kicking us out of the arena. So when they said, you, you're, we're kicking you out of your seats, he thought we had been kicked out of MSG, so we tried to fight the guys. And then we got kicked out. And goddamn near arrested. Until I told the officers, I barely know this guy. I have two kids at home. And they, and they let me go. Were you crying? No, I wasn't crying. I was pissed. I was pissy pitsy. Dude, I am fucking shocked because that night I uh this is the weirdest thing about what's happening in, in this fucking day and age. All I had to do was go to Twitter, right? I put in Pearl Jam at Twitter. Not only do I see you uh writing stuff, everybody we fucking know. Travis is writing stuff. HTG is writing stuff. People fucking tweet during a rock concert. Yeah. So I'm sitting there and I'm watching each song. As soon as it would go on, somebody would fucking tweet it. And then the weirdest shit is occasionally see fucking names that I know. You know, to see Travis, Pitsy, everyone, HTG pop up on just the Twitter. It's not even being tied into two or two friends. It was fucking hysterical. But I didn't see you guys get thrown out. Yeah, well, that's when I, I decided I'm going to take these Twitters down because maybe, you know, I don't know. For, at some point, our intoxicated thinking was we're going to sue. But then you realize, what, what, you can't sue. You're not suing, you're fucking you, you you can't, crazy. Yeah, you can't sue these people. And quite frankly, it was our fault. I mean, now the, the only thing that I found at Chintzy was trying to kick people out for smoking cigarettes. First of all, they have the rule. Second of all, you can't drop the M-bomb and think that the guy's going to be fucking comfortable with you. No, I... And I, I know you, Dave. You're not racist. No, it was, I swear. Believe it or not, it wasn't me. Now, I stunk of booze, but I mean, I, I was not acting like an asshole because I so badly... Pearl Jam took precedence over the drunkenness. And in the same way, it did for Pitsy, but for him, he got angry. Really angry. Uh, he's insane. Like all Italians, he's insane. Well, and he's everything we just said about Lindsay Lohan. I mean, the only difference between Pitsy and Lindsay Lohan is Pitsy ain't fucking famous. Or else this would be a big fucking story. Yeah. I also got a call about 11, maybe 10.30 or some shit that night, and a voicemail saying from Pitsy, the ends kicked us out. <laughs> and he's not answering his phone now. What time did you guys split off from each other? Um, after we got kicked out, we went to a bar uh -huh. because I had to tell him what he had done. He kept asking me, so why did we get kicked out again? Even at 7 in the morning on Saturday, the next day, he, he blackberried me. Why did we get kicked out again? I kept saying, they were kicking us out of our seats that we were squatting in, but not kicking us out of the arena. How drunk was he? 
I honestly think we were both really drunk, but it was the pot that put him into a different, I'm fucking crazy, man. Well, like no one gets that angry off marijuana. He did. It changed him. He changed him. And then he claimed it was laced, but I know it wasn't laced. Laced. I hate when people act like they've been dosed. It constantly. wasn't. It wasn't. Because I what smoke it, What is in it for anyone else to dose you? Yeah. You know how much <laughs> it fucking cost? No, it wouldn't have been dosed because, I, as I point out to him, it was a 45-year-old guy there with his teenage daughter. So he wouldn't have laced his own daughter, who we were smoking up with. Uh, it was a great night until the fucking... And we could have handled it. I was handling it until he's like, sure. I heard there were people smoking pot all over Madison Square Garden. There were. There were. It's just that when you see be bearded redhead and earringed Italian guy together, that's like the fucking, you know... The Siskel and Ebert of assholes. Uh, let's go over here to... Well, I'll give you two thumbs down. Uh, let's go over here to Dominic. You're on Fez. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, Dave, I went to see Pearl Jam on Halloween last year, the last show at the Spectrum. I flew out there from Ohio, took my girlfriend. I had seats, member of the fan club since 1995, lower level. And, you know, show's on. And probably about... I missed the last 45 minutes of the show because some drunken girl comes down, and I'm in the last seat in the aisle. She goes up to security and says that I was touching her. Four goons come down. They grab me, haul me up the steps, and they ask the girl, is that him? She says, yeah. And and then they grab me by the throat and push me out through the spectrum. I was like, I didn't do anything. Yeah, well, we've all been fucking chucked from concerts before. Not as grown men, but it's happened to us. You know, you got to remember, these guys, they're trying to fucking keep this whole thing from fucking... The whole pot's going to boil over at any second. Now, this is what gets to me about fucking Pearl Jam, though. They were once a big mainstream fucking band with hit songs and normal followers. Now, they've become some kind of grunge fish with the same 25,000 people following them from town to town, twittering and writing down their set list and claiming that they all saw Eddie crying during Black. And I've never seen him do this at this early in the show. They're getting weird, Dave. Yeah, that's, that's when you develop into that stage, then you're officially a, and this is awful to say, a jammer. And when people oh. refer to themselves as jammers, then you know, oh my God, this is basically, as Ron pointed out, the the uh, Pearl Jam deadhead type person. But they were, at one time, the mainstream band. Yeah, for a good three, four year period. Until they started fucking with Ticketmaster. And then they got off into this weird, it's almost like they're the lost island. With people making up excuses. Well, they still rock. I think that's why the hardcore stick with them. But yeah, yeah, but no one else, none of the regular people in the world are going to know anymore because every fucking ticket is going out to their stupid uh, fucking tight neck group. Right, right. No, it's it's true. I I, I even see the same faces um, of strangers. Right. Like, I'm like, hey, I know you. You were at Randall's Island uh, eight years ago. That's weird. You got to stop that. Kevin, Jersey, you're on my face. Hey, guys. A uh, couple of years ago, me and my friend are banging pretty heavy at a bar. We slip outside. We smoke a joint. I never smoked with the guy before. He totally freaked out. He totally went the other way, I guess, like Pitsy. We ended up in a fist fight that the cops had to be called off. Next day, he was fine. He had no idea what happened, but I, it was like he had smoked 
or he had just done rails all night, just wanted to fight. It's the craziest thing I'd ever seen. All right. It uh, seems like it should have been a very pleasant evening, but it was the pot that put him over. I saw a physical change. I don't know how it happened. I was I, I got even more mellow. That's why I was able to, to try and peacefully talk to the security guards. But he truly became... Why didn't you just fucking turn, make a twist there, and just start heading away from the weirdness? I should have, but I, I thought he was going to get thrown in jail, and I didn't want to see it happen. Why? Was, I don't know. Well, that's where he belongs. I know, it did. He's fucking yelling out hate speech... And swinging at people, they should have taken him to the fucking tombs. Oh, it was male Snooky out there just fucking. That is the truth. Out. They're all a bunch of fucking Snookies. Yeah, he was he was just just livid, and I was like, you gotta relax. Now here's the other thing: he ain't gonna beat anybody up either. I mean, he's Mister Fucking Suburban. Never was. What <laughs> happened to his buddies? Um, they didn't, they weren't what sitting with What happened to us. Ronnie and fucking <laughs> the situation and the whole gang? Pauly, uh, Pauly was there. Vinny, um, those guys, uh, were sitting in a different section. Did, did you guys play Okie Cookie? No. What were they sitting in their, in their correct section? Yes. And actually, I hate to say it, but I, as soon as we got there, I go, Pitsy, let's go up to our section. And he goes, no, 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 they're in the, it's in the top section. We don't want to do that. I'm like... Dude, I, we're fucking both drunk. We're just going to listen to a great concert. Let's not... No, 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 come on. We got better seats. I go, all right. If we went to our nosebleeds, we could have smoked all the pot and cigarettes that we wanted. Next time, Twidio, your fucking arrest. <laughs> so you got so scared that this was going to show up of how drunk you were? Because you were shit-faced drunk. It wasn't even a funny Twitio. Oh, well, yeah. It was I, just you with the fucking head sliding back I was shit-faced, but also because of a couple comments, I was like, oh, I'll just take him down. And also then, especially after the incident, which I call it now, um, I uh, thought, mm, you know, in case we can sue MSG. But that was, of course, drunken thinking. We're not, I'm, I have no legal action, legal plan. So all night, you guys are in a bar screaming, we're going to sue them. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking a sad idiots. thing. Just fucking idiots. <laughs> Two fucking assholes. And this is actually while Mets Yankees are going on. So we, we 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 then got into an argument with the Mets Yankees game, and we ended up like pretty pissed off at each other. Because I was pissed off that he got us into a concert. He was pissed off that the Yankees won the game on Friday. All right, incident. Uh, here's Dominic. You're on Fez. Hey, I'm I'm telling you, I think it's a combination with, with some people of the weed and the drinking. Because I was dating a girl, I had to restrain her on the floor. Her chest was on my back, and I had her like an MMA style hold because she had to have a watermelon slushy. No BS that, that happened. I think it was only when she smoked and drank. She was normal any other time. Punching out. Uh, just fucking don't understand people who won't keep it together. I, but you I, always knew that Pitsy was like a frat boy idiot. Yeah, but um, it just it's funny to see his like the back of his neck just even start convulsing with anger. Yeah, his big fat Italian Long Island neck was just shriveled in 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 anger. Well, you know, he's one of those guys. He still hangs out with the people that he was in third grade with. And they call each other the boys, and no one fucks with the boys. And they live in a fucking. It's everything that you fucking hate about the burbs. He has embraced. He was telling me one of his buddies' nicknames is 100% Italian. That's his nickname. 100% Italian. 100% uh, Italian. Can I talk to you for a second? Let's go over here, Big E. 
What's up, Ronnie B, Dave? Yeah. I'm like that too, man. I can I can I can drink, but I can't drink and then smoke. But I can smoke and then drink. So I'm the same way. You'll turn angry and vicious and ready to fight? Oh, I just start kicking everybody ass. <laughs> All right, Big E is uh backing up Pitsy. Uh some people cannot smoke and drink at the same time. This is Dave's thing. You can either smoke or you can drink, but a mixture, and they start to hulk out. Hey, uh, CJ, you're on the running hey, for show. Yeah. How's it going? Uh, Dave, I want you to stay, man. First of all, uh, dude, every time I ever drank in college, if I smoked the weed after that, I don't know if it was just because I had really good stuff, but, man, it would give me vertigo and the spins, and if I didn't lay down and just concentrate on one dot on the wall, I would throw up everywhere. So which did you give up, drinking or smoking weed? Oh, he's already gone. He didn't want anyone to you know. Gotta make it, you know, you got to make a choice then. Maybe some nights you do one thing, some nights you do the other. To me, the way I picture Pitsy and his friends is that, music, uh, that fucking movie, Beautiful Girls, <laughs> where nothing changes on the ridge but the changes. Yeah. I want to be with you. He is Dylan. He's that be, Dylan character. I'd be grabbing. I'd be I'd be rushing and grabbing and trying to fucking grab music for this. I'd be saying, how can I have the hot potato for just a second? Uh, any reason to get out, big man? Mike, you're on the Run and Face show. Hey, fellas. How's it going? Yeah. All right. So whenever I smoke, I'm fine. If I smoke and then drink, I'm good. But if you start drinking and then you smoke, you start getting the fucking spins, and it just changes the whole fucking thing. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, now I'm here. I'm now calling this the Pitsies. I am now because where I came from, you got high and you drank at the same time. Uh, David, you're on Run Fez. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, uh, Davey Mac, you, you ever notice that it's always the women that, that give you the most shit? Like your boys, if you and your boys are out drinking and they get too drunk, you're know, like, ah, oh, this fucking asshole's going to get us in a fight. But women can shut down the whole fucking night. You know what I mean, Ronnie? Like, they yeah. will shut down a night where you can't have fun, and they will get you in a fight where you... And then if they get fucked up, you got to spend all goddamn night taking care of them. Do you know what, in, uh, in my old neighborhood, you know what we used to call the girls that would get get you in the fight like that? Girls. <laughs> <laughs> These fucking chicks would all be like, Fuck you, motherfucker! He's going to kick your fucking... You're like, here we fucking go. Because you're fucking 65 pounds a fucked upness who feels like you want to take on the world. Yeah. That was Pitsy. Um, Slightly bigger than 65 pounds, though. 265. <laughs> Where was his wife? Where was Potato Station? Oh, he won't He won't bring Vic to a concert. <laughs> Hold he, on. He won't Never bring. fucking step on my lap. <laughs> uh, Dave, you're on running first. Yeah, Ron. <laughs> I, uh, when I turned 30, uh, smoking started giving me panic attacks. So now what I got to do is I got to drink about a half a bottle of bourbon, and then I can smoke. And I'm fine. I don't get angry or nothing. I'm fine. So you're just finding the right chemical cocktail for yourself. Absolutely. If I, if I smoke just by itself, I, I have a panic attack, and I want to cry and scream and claw up my heart. All right. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Davey Mack gets tickets. To his favorite band, doing what most people, not even people that we know, people that we don't know, are saying, 
was perhaps one of the real great all-time Pearl Jam shows. Uh, and a guy like Mike Kaka was there the other night. Mike has seen him. Some, I mean, he flew in for them. Yeah. And he did both nights. And he's seen him like 40 or 50 times of ridiculousness. And he's going, he thought it was the best ever. So I'm laughing because, and, and you know, HTG said, it was a little too long. You know, when you're not a fan, you're like, right. Jesus Christ, is this still happening? And when you're a fan, you're like, I can't, I can't believe this is still happening. Right. And like, when you're not a fan, you're like, I don't even know these songs. And then when you're not a fucking, when you are a real fan, you're like, they never do this live. Right. This is incredible. Yeah. And then apparently, you know, they did all their fucking hit shit at the end of the night with the lights up. Everybody was going nuts for it. And until we started talking about this, I thought Davey Mack had a great fucking night because you never, you know, you never Twittered later. Uh, I didn't like this. I tried to erase it from my memory because Pitsy had stained it so hard. And the the thing that really pissed me off is I thought their new shit sounded great, and I was but I only heard one or two. I was looking forward to the, hearing six or seven tracks off the new album, and you know I'm Apparently not going to be able to do it. They did everything. Jesus Christ! I think they did every song they had ever recorded or fucking heard before. <laughs> That's a lot of songs. Three and a half hours is a long fucking time. Um, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Jimmy, New York. Here I'm Fez. Jimmy. Hello. Yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, I don't know. I guess everybody's different, but I, I smoke a lot of weed, and as soon as I start drinking, I can't wait to smoke. Well, here's the deal. It's Dave's favorite band. He's got... Free tickets to the show. Free weed. And at the end of the night, Eddie went around thanking everybody personally and gave out ice cream. Oh, my God. Vanilla and chocolate. Those his two favorite flavors. Uh, as we remember. Dave misses it all. Uh, George, Texas, you're on my Fez. What up, buddies? Hey, um, it comes down like this. If you cannot drink... And smoke weed, you should do neither. Don't be a pussy. Come on now. It doesn't seem like this kid knows what fucking time it is, this pitsy. What kind of works he do now? He still does work at his uh, university uh, in over there in Long Island, I believe. So is he teaching kids? No, he's an engineer for like their radio stations or any, any of their vari any any kind of function that needs uh, equipment, audio equipment set up. That's what he does. Does he live there too? Uh, I believe he does, and I believe he's getting like either his master's or something for free as well, since he's working there. So it should be a sweet little deal for him. Yeah, it, it's a good deal. But in the meantime, he's too fucked up to be around kids. Oh, my God, absolutely not. And other races. Um, here's uh, Rob, California. What'd you say, Fez? And other races. There you go. Uh, favorite race, Fez? Hey, hey, hey Rob, It's not a race. Go ahead. Bro Right, me. Hey, these guys. This is Rob from California. Listening to your show, head to head to Las Vegas right now. But these guys, I, I'm drinking and I'm smoking, and I got to lay down. I get to spin. Where in the fuck are these guys coming from? Just I don't understand it. Uh, we. I'm smoking. I smoke PCP, did crack, and you're having the greatest time. But the one guy that says the girls get in trouble. That's the honest to God truth. The girls will get in fucking trouble. I appreciate it, Rob. Peace. All I guess right, them, man. Have a good one. Pussy uh, was my girl for the night then. 
Yeah, Pitsy was your girl. And you and Pitsy did have this kind of fucking weird gay relationship where you were like Jack and Sawyer. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I, I mean, I, yeah, I like the Jack and Sawyer over the gay thing. Jack and Sawyer were gay. Oh, I did. Oh, my God. That's the whole thing of passing the girl back and forth. Oh, yeah, I guess that's a good I'm going to put my dick where your dick's been. And they ended up being the garbage dick fucking group of all time. Where Jack fucking gave his wife away, took Sawyer's chick. Even in alternate realities, they were swapping. Oh, God, those old queens did not know how to wrap up a fucking series. Be like if me and Pitsy just fucking kept volleyballing Toothpick Vic back and forth. The Toothpick Vic boomerang. You even think he does with her? <laughs> it's hard to believe. Yeah, that there's any sexuality. No, there can't be. He was. He told me he was late to meet me at the bar because he was tanning. I go. I can't believe I'm going to a show with this meatball. Uh, let's go over here to uh, David Irman Fez. What's up, guys? Yeah, love you. My best experience, best times is uh, when you have a night of drinking and don't smoke, and then come on the smoke. You get a second wind. You really get fired up and have a good time. Such you for sex. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Adam, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron of Fez, how you doing? Yeah. First time caller, long time listener. Thanks, buddy. Uh, you guys ever tried a vaporizer? Um, of course they've tried a vaporizer. But well, Dave well, only, I know. only for his asthma. Let's go over here to Dan. Dan in, uh, Tennessee, you're on Run of Fez. Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah. Ron, I think, I think you're going to agree with me on this one, but if you got some good hash oil or some good Lebanese hash, why drink anything, for God's sake? No well, desire to drink. Some guys are drinkers, and drinkers for, uh, for no matter what. I will put this at Dave. I think no matter what else you'd want, you were doing in life, Dave, you still want to drink, right? Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, whether it's a funeral, for Christ's sakes, a concert, you know. No matter what it is. I mean, we went out and had really great food the other night. But that didn't slow Dave down with drinking whiskey because he's like, he wants to be drunk and eat. Now, he might not have had the same taste buds, but he doesn't give a shit. Well, I mean, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the evening. But, yeah, I felt like if, if, it's, if it's a celebration or if you're um, not even celebrating, if, if you're mourning something... So that, that that's a pretty big, uh, broad way to think about it. Anything in between. By the way, I am looking over. Some people are retweeting my uh, Lost as a Storytelling Ponzi scheme. I'm glad to say that because I am kind of proud of that line. Uh, although Chris the Cop incre never been so disappointed in him in his life. And, and in, in me. So life. I usually get stuff. Now, for him to be that disappointed in me. And I, one time I actually left him at the airport. I know he's got to feel bad about this. I left him at the airport for, for like seven hours. And this hurts him more. Seems like the airport was more personal. You would think. Maybe his priorities are out of whack. Uh, all of ours are. All of ours are out of whack. So... Davy Mack misses his band, perhaps greatest concert, if not one of them. I definitely heard that from more than one people who I trust. 
What was weird, Dave, and I'm not even, because I had nothing to do uh, Friday night, but I was actually reading that as it was going on. Yeah. On, on the Twitter, people were actually saying, this is the greatest of all time. And I guess there was just tons of VIPs there, the Matt Damons, the whatever, that added to a lot of the excitement. Wow. Oh, my God. And the also thing is the acoustics at the Garden are just so out of this world that it doesn't. It didn't even matter that we had nosebleed seats is what I kept trying to explain to him. It doesn't matter. The fucking acoustics at the Garden are awesome. Just fucking let's go up to our seats and enjoy. Well, you know, there, um, there were actually their, their show the other uh, Thursday night kind of got panned uh, by the Post. Because I guess they don't have a big light show and no. they don't set up screens, and I and I said the same thing. I go, you know what? If the sound is okay, what do you give a shit? Yeah, what do you need to see right. the singer's giant head on the screen for? Yeah, there's no video screens. I actually like that about it. I I, I think the purity of a Pearl Jam concert is. Boy, what's those so Rays cool. have some sluggers, don't they? They're not. I mean, they just hit like they're a softball team. Well, the Yankees are six down. I mean, that's a pretty big gap. And we're approaching June, so the the the, the Rays are in the playoffs. It's, it's forget. It. I hate to say that on before June, but no one's going to stop them from being in the playoffs. You just look over; they got so many guys that can stroke for distance. I, I want to see the entire team check for steroids again. It, it reminds me of where we were two years ago when we were like, Jesus Christ, look at those guys. Yep. Then they fell. Uh, then they fell apart to the Phils. Fell apart last year, but now it looks like this could be their year. Absolutely. I think last year they were suffering from World Series loss hangover, which happens from time to time. Yeah, sure. A lot of times it, it's just so depressing. Yeah. Well, I guess it's got to be, we went that far, we didn't make it. Now we got to go that far again? I, we have to play 162 regular season fucking games. We like Hopper Theater, right, Fez? Right. In what way? Um, just say you got to do it while it's hot. Hmm? While they're hot. Well, what's as hot? Well, the team is hot. Uh, let's go over here to Andy in Cleveland. You're on first. Hey, Dave, I sympathize with you about the concert, but your weekend could have been a hell of a lot worse. The entirety of Cleveland had their lost finale night totally screwed up because the affiliate lost the signal. They did lost they, the feed. Did they, uh, did they say how or why it happened or how they're going to make it up to people? Um, nothing about that hasn't officially said yet. They were scrambling. Everybody today is talking about how heads have got to be rolling at the local ABC affiliate. Uh, I guess, uh, throughout, well, throughout the whole broadcast, um, everything was, uh, patchy, stop and go. Uh, what, what Anthony used to complain about on his digital cable service. Right. That it was always just, just like stop, start, pixelated, and it, it would just drop lines. Like, you'd be right in the middle of this big revelation line, and it would, and then you'd finally catch up to it 30 seconds after they said it. Um, it was horrible. They, they made a big deal about having a live chat ongoing during the show. And, of course, that turned into a, just a, a profanity-laden scream fest at the network, so they shut that down, and their circuits, their phone circuits, were just were jammed and are still jammed today with people calling to complain about uh, what happened. Uh, that's crazy. Cleveland yeah. has its troubles, though. Maybe Charles Widmore was running the affiliates. Uh, there's another thing. All that year, all that time with the Charles Widmore ended up meaning nothing. 
the temple meant nothing. Everything meant nothing. <laughs> was, uh, Widmore was a confusing character. <laughs> but we found out that the sideways world was purgatory, where time has no meaning. And a lot of the, these people here with you haven't uh, died yet. So enjoy. Is that what it meant? Because I, I, I thought it was that the alternate reality had meant absolutely nothing. That, in fact, they were trapped there in order to go back to the island. No. Oh, my God. I have to rewatch it. It had more to do with heaven. Maybe I'll fly to Cleveland and watch it because I heard they're doing it. It's on Saturday at 8. Why don't you take Pitsy with you? <laughs> He'll get us kicked out of a lost party. Um... Let's see, G-Baby posted in his blog. Oh, I noticed G-Baby didn't call us today. I don't blame him. I'd stay low, too. Maybe he went in the church. Uh, Brett Michaels is the new celebrity apprentice. Oh, says I was going to watch us this afternoon. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. I didn't watch it. Show ran out of steam for Davy Mac. I, I just thought, my God, I mean, do I even care anymore? I, I If he didn't give it to Brett Michaels, then I would have actually watched it. Because that would have been the greatest move of all time. This is going to make you even uh, matter. Uh, they basically gave both sides the money. Oh. What the fuck? Well, then there's no point of the show. There's never been a point of the show. It's always been stupid. I'm totally done with The Apprentice. Like, I'm not going to watch in fall they're going back to regular and mm -hmm. then spring celebrity again. I'm done with it. I found it to be boring, even for celebrities. Usually are going to enjoy celebrities, but this wasn't this wasn't that good. I just wish Carol Leifer would have lasted longer. <laughs> if that would have happened, it might have went nice. All right, uh, Dave, it looks like just when I get around to uh, complimenting the Save Dave campaign, uh -huh. they're losing out now to all the other stuff. Right in the middle of the show, when you should be hitting at the hardest, is when it's coming out the weakest. Yeah, don't lose out and don't be negative. Guys, stay How's hard. the stress with you, Dave? Uh, tippy top of the roof. That's where mine is, too. I didn't sleep at all last night. and, and the about, It was all about this? Well, it was about this, but then, pathetically, <laughs> I started thinking of Lost, and I, like, I got out like a little notebook, and I started to... To like write shit down, <laughs> and then this is at like four in the morning, and I go, you know what? This has got to be the stress because not even a sane person would write their own law, create their own lost notebook. I had diagrams, I had arrows pointing at each other. I was drawing little pictures of the hatches, and I swear to God, on the Holy you Bible, you turned into fucking beautiful mind. I did this. I swear to God, at four in the morning, I'm like, this this can't be just lost. There has to be something else. So. I'll, bring, I'll blame it on the other stress. Mm. But, I mean, that's how much the... Sh I will, the, one, the only thing I just wanted to bring up with Lost is I actually... I didn't ever have a big fear of death, but I have zero, no fear of death now. After the show was, was done, I was like, I feel like this is closer to what will happen. That we'll, we'll, have, we'll, we'll experience people who we had intense 
connections with, and we'll take we'll see what that adventure takes us. And I don't fear death at all anymore. If someone put a gun to my head right now, I wouldn't say, you know, all because of loss. Yeah, I, I, and I swear that's the truth. Uh, Nia, you're on Fez. I am so pissed off at Fez right now. You are an idiot. I DVR the Princess. I'm at work listening to you guys, and I haven't seen it. Now I'm going to go home watch it. No one who won. Yeah, you should at least said spoiler alert. We forgot all about it because I figured everybody watched uh, Lost. Um, it wasn't that much to see, if if that makes anyone feel any better. Yeah, but that was a whole season of it. I said the same thing about Lost, but I couldn't give that away. Uh, let's go over here to Stan. You're on manifest. What to say, boys? Good luck, Dave. Uh, I don't know if anybody caught this, but last night uh, on The Apprentice on the commercial break, right before he made the uh, Trump, you know, made his announcement, uh, there was a commercial for today's Today Show, and it was like coming up tomorrow, uh, Brett Michaels, period. And then they go right back to it and announce it to him. So, and then they aired the exact same commercial right after that. So, I think someone at NBC kind of dropped the ball, so to speak. Yeah, they don't give a shit anymore. No one fucking cares about any of this. All right, so the save Daves are popping back up again. Good news. I'm just happy that my DVR is going to get cleared out because I was saving all the losts and all the Celebrity Apprentice. God knows why I needed to save a Celebrity Apprentice from March, but I feel like I need to save all the shows while I'm watching them. Right. <laughs> like okay, you want to go back over it. <laughs> yeah. But who knew, who who needs to fucking analyze a goddamn reality show? So now 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 my DVR is so fucking free. It feels great. Hot potato. You got anything? Uh, any inside news on Santa Claus? No, I don't. Not real. See, so that would have been the bit, not the oh, not the straight. Hmm. I couldn't hear. I don't have anything right now. What are you upset about? Fez, I don't give a shit about Celebrity Apprentice. I was fucking around. I don't care about it. It's a stupid thing to do. It isn't a stupid thing to do. It ran last night. I was just joking. That other woman wasn't joking, but she would have to see it. Yeah. I'm going to watch it today, and I'll already know. How could they not have given it to him? It was Brett Michaels, apparently. But I did plan on watching it today, but I didn't say... Don't anybody ruin it for me. Who cares? How's it even ruined? I planned on watching it, too. Fucking uh, the NBA. Sorry. Don't ruin it for me. <laughs> Lakers lost last night. Oh, I was just going to say, you're the NBA. How fucking stupid are you on Saturday night and Sunday night? You put your games in prime time. It's the weekend. You could have a nice 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock game. Everyone's going to watch. Everyone's going to tune in. Then you're good to go. And you fucking NBA, you put your show on at 8.30? Going against mm -hmm. Lost? On a Sunday night? Why not put it at 3 p.m.? Why not put it at 3 fucking p.m.? Because Everyone will watch it. Because people then, they can sell them the fucking commercials later at night no matter what. Who are you going to sell it to if no one's watching? You, No one watched that game because of uh, Apprentice and Magic. I fucking love the NBA, and I didn't watch it. I never fucking w w uh, miss a conference finals game. I haven't missed a conference ga finals game in years. Because the NBA used to put Sunday games on at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. It's a uh, disgrace. That was a disgrace, NBA. Now you're furious. 
Well, it's just I want to watch Lakers Suns because it was a great game. Apparently, I had to watch the clips on Sports Center. I know jack shit. What do I know now? I'm not a fucking sports expert anymore. Well, didn't you just do your Friday show and then? Yeah. Did but, you hand it to Mad Dog? I do it today. Well, are you just gonna say it this way, Mad Dog? Let me give you the greatest gift you've ever got: the future radio. Remember, Francesca, this is better. Do you kind of feel like you're going to stay, Dave? I think so. I got a feeling, too. I have a good feel. I'm trying to stay positive, so I'm having a good feeling. Sometimes I run into the negative. Yes, I'm uh, negative, too. <laughs> and <it's- laughs> I'm confused. I haven't slept in... Uh, well, you don't need sleep. That's the beauty of yeah, it. Apparently, you do if you fucking can't talk properly. Well, I got hot data with me. Don't even worry about it. Hot data is ready to rock it today. So, yeah, I'm going to hand it to Chris. Uh, I, I have to be introduced by either Sam or E-Rock because I don't know the man, and I've been kind of creepily... How about having one of the bosses? That would be way better. Way better. Good point. I could ask, yeah, definitely one of those guys because that would look like an esteemed person. Now, the thing that we even heard about keeping in pause, was there anything that, that he thought wasn't? No, I don't think so, because I think he would have told me. He mm. just said, keep it, you know, I mean, he just said, they just said, you know, we want, we don't want to go crazy, we don't want to be bothering people and stuff. Right. Um, and specifics, specific names and stuff should be left out. So I said, that's totally cool. I'm not going to, I actually haven't. No, your Save Dave Cruz, I thought, been very, very positive. Yeah. Well, particularly after you got Mikey Boy on and they started to pull it together, I thought it came across pretty classy. Yeah, I thought so too, and I thought almost classy Freddie Blassie. Oh sure, yeah, breakfast with Blassie. Then I'll I'll fucking do it. But yeah, I thought that everyone's been so great, and we don't need specific people or you know nothing like that. Just you know, nice and, and enthusiastic. I will say this: I've never seen like any of those like remember of the '80s shows where those people don't seem to remember every single detail that happened in the '80s. I never uh, see any of them going like this. You know, I've never heard that song. I guess because it was rap and I wasn't that into rap. So I don't know what this is about. They all seem to remember as if it were important. And they set it up exactly the same. One person says, remember, insert obscure product here. And then the second person goes, so uh, Play-Doh rings were used in 1984 by kids. And so it's like, you know, it's like fucking Wikipedia. I should be on that show going like this. I can't tell you how fucked I was during those years. So can't help you much. Well, uh, Pepper and I were watching in the office. They did a Remember 2001. Mm-hmm. Don't go, tell me they brought up 9-11. I swear to God. And they go, remember 9-11? It, like, changed America. And I, I fell out of my chair incredulous. Believe me. Remember, like, when there were all these, like, terrorist shit? Those guys were a bunch of dicks. Remember what it looked like when the planes hit that building? You remember that, like, Osama Bin Laden guy? What a cock! Favorite flavors? Chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry. Got the whole thing right there. Right in that float. Gonna take a break. Uh, We're gonna be back in a couple of minutes. And believe it or not, Pepper Hicks tells me he can kick the back of his head. You heard it here first. Pepper Hicks 
is going to kick the back of his head. It's the Ron Fez Show. Okay, fine. Um, I am not your assistant anymore. I will just be your friend. I wish it was that easy. If we were to hang out again, I would just constantly be tempted to get you to do shit for me and have to fight that real hard. I hope we get in a car wreck right now. I do. I hope we get in a fucking car wreck. A motherfucking car wreck and we both die and then we can live in heaven. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. The uh, the, the Save Dave bit is going on right now. It's picking up steam, but now Haas wants to go with Shave Dave. Dave, have you decided yes or no to Shave Dave? And won't that pull things off? Uh, yeah, no, let's not get sidetracked. I mean, Shave Dave doesn't apply to this situation. Uh, I look over at our good friend Brazilian Julie. Apparently, she's hitting on Vinny Chase today. And they had a moment before. Aquaman? Yeah, her and Aquaman. Oh, shit. That'd be great. Uh, let's go over here to uh, Ken. Ken, you're on the Run Fest show. Hey, buddies. Yeah. Um, I got a moral conundrum. Then let me play the moral conundrum thing for you. Oh, no. It's a moral conundrum. Conundrum. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, like many people right now, m- money is very, very tight for me. Sure. And, um, I got a job lined up starting in two weeks. I'm a college student, and it's an uh, internship teaching at Princeton doing game design. It's a really good game. I get good money for it and all that stuff. Right. But um, I applied at the beginning of the summer, as soon as I got out of school, to work at Dunkin' Donuts, which is where I used to work in high school, because uh, a bunch of my friends like, were the managers there now and were willing to get me a job. And I figured I could work there for five, six weeks, get some money, you know, pay my car insurance, pay my loans. Right. Uh, they just got back to me on whether or not I can work there um, so I can start next week. But I'd only be working there for two weeks. Um, mm-hmm. And they don't know that I'm going to have to... I told them there was a chance I might get another job, but they don't know that I'd have to ditch on them in two weeks. Um, now, I feel like a dick taking the job and then leaving immediately after you know my friends got me this job, but I really need the money, so I don't know what to do. Um. But let's put it this way. If you only found out later, you know, it's five weeks instead of two weeks. It, it was five weeks, but now it's two weeks. And are, they, <laughs> are they really going to be that strapped? Uh, probably not. I mean, can't they just get another monkey, put a hat on him, and it's, off he goes? Yeah, it's pretty much a monkey job. Then don't worry about it. What do you think, Hicks? Well, they're lining up to get the fucking Dunkin' Donuts gig. This kid's going to be okay. Mm. Your friends will be fine. Yeah, who doesn't want to work down a double D? Double D, double doses. Make some mochaccinos. Fucking enjoy yourself. You have that. You got some free fucking uh, donuts. Life is good. Life is very good, my friend. Wait a minute. Is he asking uh, Brazilian Julie what should I dream about tonight? Or is that just on his own? I am very confused with this. Now, Fezzi, you told me that you had a new character to do 
do it today. Uh-huh. And then you backed out on it, huh? Yeah. No, did you try it for anybody? Yeah, I tried it this morning for the guys. Uh-huh. And I was, uh, it seemed like it was a tepid reception at best, and it made me very nervous and very unconfident. Did you see it, uh, Hicks? Yeah, he, he was doing parts of it for Dave and I. How did it go over? The uh, accurate tepid. <laughs> And that is Adrian asking her. That's her. What What is he asking? What should I dream tonight? Any suggestions? Brazilian. Julie, say yourself. I don't know. I just see that my chickens have produced their first does. And... Well, he's just saying, I see it as him just saying out into the world. Oh. They would make an adorable couple. I think I got to see the new character. What is it? Hot Tata? No, it's, uh, it's a character from Lost that we didn't get to see. Mm-hmm. It's the secondhand smoke monster. Kind of that bit that they were doing um, in the commercials last night. It didn't work for you, Hicks? It's okay. Why are you laughing then? I don't know anymore. Yeah, I know. None of us do. All right, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. It is the Ron and Fez Show, and this is our short porch week. We are doing up until Thursday, and then it's uh, vacation time. Vacation, a vacation for more problems. Hicks, what um, what are you doing? What track are you going to for your vacation? We're going to go to Belmont. They're closed Monday and Tuesday, mm-hmm. but they are open uh, through the throughout the rest of the week. And then the stakes is uh, over next weekend, but I don't think I'm going because they unless you bring booze in. But it's mostly going to be um, drinking and the track. It's going to be a fucked up week. Can't you pick one addiction? Why is it going to be alcohol, drugs, and gambling? I'm all in. All okay. right. Bush is all in. Uh, Anthony, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Yeah, hey, bud. Hey, Ron, I have a que- question about Fizzy asking Pepper and uh, Dave about characters. Doesn't Fez always turn down, like, Davey Red bits and, and Pepper's bits? Why would he ask them? I know he needs people to bounce off of, but if he's always turning down their stuff, wouldn't they just say, ah, Fez, that's not good. Just sit in the corner and be quiet. I don't I thought it was very odd. Uh, I guess yesterday you felt good about it. Yeah. And then this morning you tried it out and you didn't feel good about it. No, it it just felt like it just really sat there and laid a giant egg in the office. How long did the bit last? I think it was uh, it was uh, only like a minute and a half, a minute or so. Mm. It wasn't very long. Now I think the rest of us are getting a little curious about this. A little fucking curious. Hicks, you've had a lot on your mind today, though, right? Oh, yeah. Apparently there's a new uh, social network site coming out, and much in the vein of Twitter or so, and something like that, where it just follows your fucking purchases. So it'd be like a Twitter feed. You, know, you sign up to my Twitter feed, and it's linked up to my like debit card, and it just gives me what I'm buying. And that's what the social networking site is based all around. No, so I would be able to know what you were buying? 
Yeah, like as your of, friend. Yeah, like a pack of cigarettes at fucking Seven Eleven or whatever. Yeah. Why would anybody want that? I don't know, but people are signing up for it. Strangely enough, it's very. It's there's two of them. There's Blippy and uh, Swipely. <laughs> Swipely, <laughs> that that's fucking Fez's new character. And the the guys who made it are saying this, the purpose of this is to reveal the stories behind America's stuff and explore how much our purchases reflect our personalities. I guess to make us by what we buy is who we are. Yeah, I guess that would make a lot of sense if you were Jay Z or Puff Daddy, but I don't want to watch Dave. Uh, you know, got a Slim Jim, tuna fish, tall boy, porn <laughs> magazine, some diapers, lottery tickets, Nerf basketball hoop. Not exactly exciting. Are you gonna be doing the Shave Dave gimmick? Shave Dave? No, it's Save Dave. That's I know, but Hospice starting a new Shave Dave. No, no, no. He's he's distracting, confusing people. It's just Save Dave. Hospice. But if you did shave all the way down, maybe the bosses would see. <laughs> I can give them photos of when I had that crazy ass look. It's scary. How weird is it going to be if fucking Dave leaves? Not so much for us, but for him. Oh, yeah, it'd be very odd. How are you going to spend your day then? I'll make 20 hours. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to find a job. I mean, my. The All we'll do is sit and play your 20 on the air, and I, we'll, we'll get just as much out of you, but for free. I have uh, Costco. Uh, I, I have a job that I could possibly get at Costco or a job I could get in North Carolina. What's your Costco job? I could be like a manager at Costco in New Jersey. Do you really care if someone's happy with their service, though? No, I don't care. But I mean, how hard could a manager be? It's just like, you know, aisle four, there's the, you know, there's the construction materials. Aisle eight, there's the clothing. That's great. You're still on the mic. <laughs> you ever notice, ladies and gentlemen, when you're on aisle four, how much it looks like two and three? All right, we're going to do a bit when we come back. Favorite aisles. Favorite aisles. Let's get this hot data moving. Hear Favorite that? aisles. Hey, everybody. Uh, I want to do a bit. Candy you like to keep in your pocket. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. That's not my phone number, folks. That's a phone number of a radio show. <laughs> Give them a call. Let them know what you think of aisle four. I'm just here at Costco. But you feel good, right? Like you're going to be... Uh... Well, listen. I feel very supported, so um, that's good. I'm quite anxious and quite nervous, but at least all the people and all the new guys... Everyone's helped. So Everybody has, has said very to wonderful. each other, we want to keep Dave. I mean, that's a very, very, you know, loving, nice thing to hear. Um, and I never did, you know, it's only because I, I want to stay is, 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 is why I, I went to this last resort. It's the only reason. I also even said, I said, if, if he doesn't stay, I go, he might kill some of the bosses. Oh, sure. I mean, that's that's a distinct possibility. Listen, <laughs> I've already looked into some guns. Right. <laughs> you know, I have a couple cop friends, okay? So I'm going to make good use to them. Well, Plus, by cop friends, you mean the people that you are dropping the M-bomb with the other night? You got it. Maybe you're going to... Uh, and by the way, these, who's getting you in Costco? Um, Someone, uh, just just a friend of mine that you guys don't know. Catman? No, no, uh, my friend Charlie. Where do you know Charlie from? 
He's uh, he just it's a good old New Jersey buddy. He's already working at Costco. No, but he has ins, so I could be like. And the Costco manager's making a big fat dollars. Sadly, it would be making more than I'm making presently, and I would be able to sustain my family. Yeah. And he and I wouldn't have to start on the ground floor. I wouldn't be like, you know, Tim Robbins in the fucking you know Coen Brothers movie. I'd I'd, I'd start with the hula hoop it, it thing. Here's, just saying that you're gonna fucking something crazy in your interview <laughs> because you get to say this kind of crazy shit at this job. You're not gonna seem normal anywhere else. Uh, James, you're on running Fez. Hey, buddies. Just uh, wanted to find out. Call from North Carolina. Uh, uh, East Side, where in North Carolina are you, are you possibly going? I- I'm so torn. If you leave the show, I don't know what the fuck I would do without you there. But you coming to North Carolina might be, you know, maybe... maybe what is that little town? It'd be uh, near Asheville, sir. Oh, goddamn. No, not the mountains, man. It yeah, he's way it. up in the mountains. It would be near. It's not It's not in uh, Asheville. It's not in Asheville. And it's like a 30-minute drive, I think. And then you'll, uh, you'll be, he'll be selling movable stairs there. Fuck yeah. Which sounds like more fun than fucking Costco, though. Yeah, but it's North Carolina. I mean, you know, I, I like living on the uh, East Coast. I like North Northeast, I should say. I Why like don't you that. say Beast Coast? You know, I like I like the Jersey. I like the Philly. I like the New York. I like the Boston. So I'm not going to, you know, I, I would miss those four places. So Boston as far as you're willing to go. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know this. That's my top of the line. Sure. Ever since Larry Bird, I like. But I hate the Red Sox, but I love Boston. Um, Andrew, you're on a fez. Hey, Ronnie B. If Dave doesn't come back, can he call into the show like a regular caller, or is he banned? Everybody, no, he would never be banned. But everybody does that at first, and then you just drift away. Yeah, it's very much like the Lost Island, where everybody ends up going in their own direction. Yeah. It makes sense. I mean, if you're working another job, you know, I don't know. And then people always act like, you know what, I, I checked in a couple of times, but it hurts. It hurts because I miss it. Sure. I've been I've been through this with fucking producers before. And, you know, me and Hot Data, we're always going to be hanging around doing something. Oh, sure. I understand that. Maybe we'll all end up in a church together years from now. No, it'd be awesome if you guys called Costco. Just fucking reversed everything. I would. I'll fucking call up and complain <laughs> that the manager named McDonald uh, called me an ill-begotten son of a bitch. Um, here's um, Tony Ermanifest. Dave. Yeah. Tony. Hey, you want to move to Boise? You can drive one of my ice cream trucks. How does that sound? Uh, how right. much do you rake in yearly? Uh, around 35. All right, oh. let, let me go over uh, Fez's favorite flavors. Uh, chocolate and vanilla. In that order? Mm-hmm. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. It is the Ron and Fez show. Uh, we now live in a world without loss, ladies and gentlemen. And quite frankly, I'm not sure if I can stand that world and Dave together. I feel lost. Why don't you change it to Lostco? Maybe it's some kind of weird tie-in. We could sell lots of wheelchairs for John Locke. Just stock those Dharma Initiative groceries. Didn't they even have the ice cream bars? 
I think so. I think what? they had every just about everything. What are your favorite flavors? Chocolate and vanilla. In that order? Mm-hmm. Which one do you like more? Chocolate. You ever like the mixed? Sure. What do you call that? Black cow? Right, that's what that's called, a black cow. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. James, you're on Run a Fez. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, buddy, I, I just wanted to uh, offer Davey. I have a comedy club in North Jersey. I wanted to offer him a weekend. Well, what's your comedy club? It is the Comedy Shop on Route 46 in Pinebrook. Now, by Comedy Shop, do they repair comedy there or make it? The Comedy There's Shop. No- Hold on, Fez is writing it down. What have you ever written down? There's no fixing you people. I wrote down Comedy Shop. Mm. Comedy Shop. Uh, Who's headlining there already this weekend? Uh, We just had Nick DiPaolo this weekend. I got Patrice coming up, Jackie Marling, John Balby, Boss. I do all the, you know, all nationals. He does everybody. What's your problem here, Dave? Dave, you've turned these these, uh, opportunities down, right? Before. Well, I, I want to go about it in a, just a, a very business-like way. I don't want it to be the, the charity yet. I'm just I'm working on a specific, accurate level. Do you Positive. see John Valvey as a charity act? Patrice oh, no, no. I'm charity not, act. No, I'm not calling That's them That's just people act. working. No, those are professional comedians. Um, no, they are certainly not charity acts. You guys are brilliant. What did you do with the kids over the weekends? I took care of my uh, kids on Saturday because my kid, my wife was sick, and then Sunday I took them out to uh, my daughter's birthday. So we went out to a diner. What diner? Uh, it's called Americana Diner near Red Bank, New Jersey. Did you, did you get them ice cream? Here is something that's yes, I did. I got them ice cream. Fez, favorite flavors? Chocolate and vanilla. Ever mix them? Sure. For what? The black cow. Huh? Have we done this before? So what were you bringing up about the kids? Well, I made it clear when they walked into the diner, yeah, we're celebrating our daughter's two-year-old uh, birthday here, right? And the woman doesn't say anything, doesn't surprise us with a cupcake, and then comes and says, would she like ice cream? And I go, oh, well, that's kind of nice. Okay, I guess they're going to surprise her with the ice cream. Uh, I looked at the bill. They charge for the fucking ice cream. So uh, You should have fucking went crazy there. <laughs> so is that, uh, like, I thought restaurant etiquette, is that just now out the window, too? So they said to you, would you like some ice cream? Yes. What kid's going to say fucking no to that? <laughs> right? And I was like, okay, you know, I thought they were, I made it so clear. I'm like, yeah, this is great for her two-year-old birthday. Today's her birthday. I was expecting a piece of cake with a candle. Surprise. Happy birthday. Sing the song. The waitress. She not only doesn't do any of that shit, she just says, oh, well, would she like her ice cream, some ice cream for her birthday? So I go, okay. No candle again. No song. And then I check the bill. So they, they fucking, they, she, she was just being a waitress. Right. She wasn't doing anything special. And then my wife says, no, you know what? They're not allowed to give kids desserts anymore for free because of fear of their allergies. But they can't offer it to them for free. Yeah. First of all, that if you said to a kid, would you like a truck full of candy? The kid's going to go, yeah, give it to right. me. So here's a, yet another thing that you know used to be commonplace in America. Just kick to the curb. Goodbye. Blowhard is right. <laughs> it was better before. Well, some things were. Etiquette type shit was better. Technology, it's better now. Blowhard's wrong about that. But etiquette, better. He liked the technology of an etch sketch He thought that's where we peaked. 
Atari 2600. Um, let's go to Charlie. You're on a fest. Dave, it's a fucking diner. They don't do that kind you're of thing. You're a diner. Diners. I know the diner you're talking about. They, they don't. What do they you want? A birthday cake and all the waitresses? No, come, come on, come on. Fucking happy birthday. A piece of carrot cake, Charles, with a candle in it. That's all you had to do. And you want all the waitresses to come around? I want her. They're gonna sing happy, happy, happy. Why do you take her to the ball pit pizza joint? Why do you take him to the ball pit and pizza? She loves a nice diner. She her favorite food is a grilled cheese or a chicken finger. Her, it's her favorite place in the world. We've tried all those places. She doesn't fucking like Chuck E. Cheese. She likes the nice little diner. Well, how Jersey much girl. they charge you for the ice cream? They charge three fifty. I don't want to pay for it. She made it sound like it was for free. It's for starters. So, wait a minute. So if someone says to me at a diner. Can I bring you the special? I'm going to think it's for free. No, but I made it so clear that it was her birthday that she goes, would you like you know, some some ice cream for her birthday? First of all, uh, how does the fucking the diner people know it's her birthday? It's not like she has her license. No, I'm saying I told them. Yeah, customers times. never lie. Uh, I see what you mean. I'm not going to be that mischievous. Like, why would I, I lie I've about fucking that done shit? that bad gimmick at Hooters where you say it's your friend's birthday. Yeah, but these are two... Parents with two children. Larry, you're on Fez. Hey, Fez, uh, what's for dinner tonight? Is it the pork chops? No, it's Monday. That would be a pizza night. You got any ice cream with that ever? What are your favorite flavors? Chocolate and vanilla. Ever mix them? Sure. To a black cow. Hmm? The chocolate and vanilla combined. Haven't we done that before? Mm-hmm. Are we stuck in a loop? Like a lost loop. It's a scary thought. Uh, let's go over here to Tom. You're on Fez. What's up, buddy? Hey, uh, in, in the diner's defense, Dave kind of looks like the guy that would take the kids around and tell everywhere he goes, hey, it's my daughter's birthday. What do I get for free today? I know he's fucking done it before. I haven't. I, now I will. I'll say that. Now, yeah, forget it. If they're going to throw their scruples out the window, so will Davey Mac. All right, so it's on. Basically, oh, it's on. I'm going saying. to this diner tomorrow. They're not going to know it's not Stanley's birthday, so pre prepare to get fucking punked, bitches. Davey Mac, if we get to Thursday and you don't get the word yet, what's your next move? Um, serious contemplation, you know, no pun intended. I mean, that's, that's what I have to do. Uh, listen, I gave Thursday would be my last day, so. Fez, would you walk out with him? Uh, Hand no. in hand? No, I don't think I would walk out with him. Why not? Well, I would rather try to keep him than walk out with him. Yeah, but we just said we're at that point. If yeah. we get to that point, can he count on you? That'd be great. We're both down on the on the line. Yeah, I'll speak for the both of us. No, I mean, I, I I was you know hopefully there's gonna be a few days in vacation. We'll get some things solved. Vacation is more like it. I like to say. I figured, unlike you know Pepper, uh, I'll be just working the phones and stuff. I wish I could go to Belmont. I'm Mark not Trotter, you're on the Run of Fed show. Mark. Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, buddy. Hey, Dave. Way to go. Congratulations. You're really splurged for the birthday. Going to a goddamn diner. Why don't you go buy a birthday cake, you loser? Well, you're just having a bad day, bud. 
I mean, that's that was just way too harsh. She likes a diner. I just said it. She loves grilled cheese and French fries. She doesn't like fucking little toys and bullshits and shit like that. We've taken her to Chuck E. Cheese. She fucking hated it. She cried because there was too many kids around. She's a two-year-old, but she's got the disposition of a four-year-old. Mm. She's too hip for Chuck E. Cheese. I had no idea. So she's basically a Barry Levinston movie at age two. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. She would fit right at home in Baltimore. You know what? Let's just fucking call her her right name, Boogie. I will. From now on, that's her new name. Fez, you like the uh, late night diners? Yeah, I, lo- I love a late night diner. What kind of shakes you get? What flavors? Uh, chocolate or vanilla. Or sometimes have it mixed into a black cow. See, I always watch, if I don't go back with him and do it, he'll still finish it. Once it starts, he's got to do it. It's like playing to an OCD. So there you have it, Fez Watley. You said you'd walk out of here with Dave on Thursday. Arm in arm, based on the black cow. That's shocking news. Yeah, it isn't shocking I'll news. Take, I'm surprised he hasn't like he throws strawberry into that milkshake mix. Strawberry always gets left out. I think it's a superior milkshake to the Well, chocolate. he's gone by black cow because of that fucking Steely Dan song. Ah. That's what it's all about for him. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the diner is on. Uh, let's go to uh, Mike Jersey. You're on Fez. Yo, guys. Yeah. Um, I actually got to stand up for Davey Mac on this. Um, as a kid, I hated Chuck E. Cheese. Bring me to a diner any day. Give me some chicken fingers, some barbecue sauce. I'm fucking set. I, that's the way I felt, Michael. Thank you. I mean, that's the way I felt. I mean, I made it clear, and she says, would she like something special, like ice cream, for her birthday? Mm-hmm. Well, something special. What flavors does some- she like? <laughs> Chocolate and vanilla. I didn't even know you know what she eats. She probably likes uh, chocolate and vanilla for a black cow. We're not a big chocolate fan in, my, in the David McDonald household. No? no like the racism? No. I just like vanilla ice cream with chocolate syrup. I don't like chocolate ice cream itself. Oh, you like the syrup? Syrup. That's how you make a true black and white. You don't mix chocolate and vanilla. That's That, that makes a shit milkshake. So everything Fez was saying was wrong? On that being a black cow? It's really the syrup? That makes me, the blackout. That would be the true black. Well, no, a true black and white is what I'm saying. Is is vanilla ice cream with chocolate syrup? That's everything opposite of what you were saying today, Fuzz. Well, the syrup's still chocolate. I think you're talking flavors, not necessarily what they are. That would be confusing, though, for the ice cream maker. If you said, "Give me ice, chocolate, and vanilla," they'll probably give you both ice creams, and that would that would taste terribly. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna go with Dave's daughter. I like a good diner. Yeah, she gets she gets it from the McDonald's for sure. My dad likes a diner. Was that to like a when I wrote when I road trip? I always like to see what diners people have in their, their towns. And they're so comfy and cozy, comfy, cozy. Where's that from? I don't know. Here's Doug. Doug, you're on the Run Fest show. Yeah. Can you hear me, guys? Sure. Dave, I've got family all over that area around Asheville, North Carolina, down there. I I just can't imagine you being down there and amongst that bunch of fucking hillbillies 
and the way that they're nothing but pill heads and shine drinkers and everything else. You don't want to raise your kids up in there, man. No way. No jobs. Robbing, stealing just to get a fucking pill. Uh-uh. That's well, 100% of the people or just some guys that you know? No, not 100%, but... You know, maybe the 25, 30, 40 percent that are that way make the other 60 percent fucking miserable. Um, by the way, uh, Gaz has some complaints today that said for years, Fez claimed that his favorite ice cream was Turkey Hill party cake. And uh, now we've turned into this vanilla and chocolate and he can't uh, keep up with everybody. Uh, let's go over here to Brian. You're on Fez. Hey, buddies. Um, when, when I was a kid, uh, my dad called a black cow. It was uh, vanilla ice cream, and you pour either Pepsi or Coke over it. And uh, a white cow was uh, vanilla ice cream with 7-Up. You know what my dad used to call a black cow? Uh, our housekeeper. Oh, Jesus. Huh? Jesus Christ. And then we would all laugh. And then we'd sing a song called, It's Great to Be Rich and White. Where did you get the lyrics for that? Oh, it was actually uh, John and Bernie Taubin, which was surprising. <laughs> See what I'm doing, Fez? Mm-hmm. What's that? Jokes. Improv. Yep. You like improv? Yeah. Uh, let's go over here to uh, Victor in Dave's new hometown. Hello. What can we do for you? Um, I'm not from Asheville. I'm actually from Minneapolis, but... Um, I just wanted to tell Dave, uh, I went there for a fucking uh, family get-together thing, and it was horrible. Worst, worst place in the country. Don't live there. I think it's a gorgeous uh, place up there. I've been well, there before. I mean, I think it's a gorgeous part of the country. I, I, I liked it, and I thought I didn't see anything, you know, overtly redneck about it. I thought that, you know, they have their own little culture and shit. I, I, I wasn't against it. Isn't there, like, skiing up that way in the summer? Yes, there is. I mean, in the winter? Mm-hmm. There's snowboarding and... And what do you do in the, uh, in the summer? The summer, there's, like, a lot, just, you know, comedy, rock bands come up. They play comedy. some festival. Comedy and rock band? They have a very popular comedy club, apparently. What, what is it? They're, like a lot of the, oh, I don't know the name, but like a lot of the alt comics are always down in it. David Crosses and all those guys. Oh, because um, Zach Galifianakis has a farm. Uh, that, that's probably it. He'd be, par- he'd be perfect for you to hook up with. <laughs> uh, here's uh, Reid, Asheville, Norman Fez. Hey, these guys are full of shit, man. Asheville's a beautiful place. I've lived there... 15, 18 years, you know. Make you up your mind. Which is it? Yeah, it's about 15 years. Okay. But, but so let's stop with the 18 bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, I'll stop with it. And but aren't you even going to be close to, to Dr. Steve? Yeah, we would be. So that would be great. I get all, I get, wouldn't have to call for the Valtrex. Just knock on the door. Doctor. Can Maybe? I borrow a cup? What's that? Can I borrow a cup of Valtrex? Uh, maybe you could join P.A. John. Maybe you could join the Weird Medicine show. Oh, that would be good. I'd love Weird it. Medicine. <laughs> Dr. Steve, P.A. John, and Dave. <laughs> so, Doctor, we're doing a stunt. Doctor, I fought it again. What's the medical diagnosis for it? I'll hang up. 
Um, here's Daryl in Asheville. You're on a fez. Yo, Dave. Daryl. Dave. Daryl. Me and you, pal. You coming to Asheville? Me and you. Bob. All the time. All right, now. Look how many uh, Asheville I, listeners we have. It's yeah. Weird. I'm telling you. They well, got a good thing down there. That's if Dave has to go. I don't right want now, to. Right now, Fuzz Watley has decided shoulder to shoulder. Yep. You did. I thought that's what we said, yeah. Who's we? I thought that's what the group said. Who's the group? Um, me and you and Dave and... So Hicks. you're really going to put your job on the line Thursday? Oh, no, 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 no. That's what the shoulder to shoulder was. I'm supporting him, but I'm not putting my job on the line. That's how you do it. That's how you show support. It's like a union. Like a union thing. Let's do it. Strike force. Uh, John, you're on, you're on Run a Fish show. John, we got you, buddy? John, yeah, man, I'm saying, hey, I live in Greenville, South Carolina. It's about an hour south of uh, Asheville. Perfect. And Asheville is necessary. We need it because that's where we keep all our hippies and homosexuals. Oh. By that, they mean anybody with fucking hair and cool music. <laughs> Slightly cool music. <laughs> uh, Davey Mack thrown out of his fastest uh, favorite classic rock concert the other night for misbehaving. And Dave, I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm never on the side of the cops. It sounded like you guys needed to be thrown out. You're in a closed area. You decide to light a cigarette. Yeah. When you're told to put it out, you return around and refer to the person as the end bomb. <laughs> that wasn't the smart. What then? Why? Why should I be thrown out too? You're with that fucking idiot. I know. You were his date for the night. I know, but I, I, I didn't say anything like that. I didn't say anything at all. Basically, I just said, come on, man. They haven't even played Evenflow yet. And they ended up doing it. I'm sure. If there's the, uh, a Lou Gehrig of a Pearl Jam set, it's Evenflow. You missed the greatest Pearl Jam show of all time. Not according to me, because I didn't go, but according to their hardcore fans. I heard. I heard about it because I looked at all the reviews online. They no, were like amazing. I forgot about this. Dave texts me early on. Do you remember that? No. And said, um, let's see, Eddie just shit on Georgia insinuating that they were Nazis. Yes. I did remember texting you that. So now I don't remember what that was all about. I forwarded to that to Mike Kaka and HTG, and they said didn't happen. That he told some kind of story about Germany. <laughs> yeah, but so, he, he tied it in like, and then I went down there in Georgia, and they were acting the same way or something. No, nothing like that. Oh, really? Then uh, you said that he wiped his balls with an Arizona. Fucking yeah, t-shirt. That happened, right? Um, they didn't see that happen. Oh come on, they definitely did that. He had like yeah, he had an Arizona shirt and he was wiping in his crotch area with it. So they were like laughing. They're like, "Hey, what section is Dave in? We're right up front. We got two extra seats. He can stay with us." I tried to get back in touch with you. 
And I guess that's when the bedlam had come up. Yeah, at that point, yeah. I mean, we were basically staying... uh, We should have been staying in section... I don't know if MSG has a triple Z seats 9999, but that's where we probably would have been. And um, ah, we got tossed out. So don't anyone smoke at a rock concert anymore. God forbid. Or yell out the N-bomb. Well... Why are you racist? Oh, I didn't say it. That was that was my cohort, Pitsy, and he's right, from Long Island. Without saying the word, exactly, how did he say it? Don't act like a bunch of ends. We're trying to we we pay good money for this show. He said, "Sir, I paid one hundred and twenty dollars each for for uh, two tickets, and, and, and you're acting like a bunch of ends." <laughs> I can't see I how the, you. I have the feeling it was before the beer or the pot that that got yelled up. No. And the, and the stuff Eddie Vedder said uh, may have been, just been you listening to Pitsy. You may have been facing the wrong direction. No, I was actually in control. I mean, yeah, I was drunk and shit. I definitely was. I'm not going to lie about that. But I wasn't. I was there to, to, to listen to music. I've never gotten thrown out of anything in my life except for, ironically, Madison Square Garden, 1999. I, I was not allowed to uh, enter Raw is War by the WWE. I was in, uh, one night, me and my friends were tripping. I hate to bring this up without Laszlo being here. But we go all the way down. The show had already started. Dave, you'll get a fucking kick out of this. And our row didn't exist. And we were just fucking standing there. And it went something like, for instance, it went from, like, row 36 to row 38. There was no 37. And we're all together tripping with these tickets. So nobody, we're just acting like this is the asset made this happen, right? So my friend says to the usher, our row exploded like that star in Star Wars that fucking blew up. That was his way of fucking bringing us up. So what they did was just bring us out some lame seats and put them in the aisle. We were totally fucking weirded out. Oh my God. By the way, to get back to that other thing, I don't see how you say sir to someone and drop the M-bomb in the same fucking statement. It seems like an odd mixture, but that was Pizzatola for you. Uh, Kevin, you're on the run of Fez show. Uh, Dave, weren't you thrown out of a little thing called the Twitio Awards? That was intentional. I'm saying I've never been the place that I wanted to be at, except for Raw is War in 1999, and, and that was also at the Garden, so... Maybe the garden's my curse. Well, you just happen to be in New York, and that's where things happen. Well, it just seems like they're very strict at that place. I mean, come on. Relax a little bit. Relax. Don't do it. Uh, let's go over here to Charlie, Virginia. Hello. Yeah. Hey, don't let Dave go to North Carolina. Man. I'm, we live in Northern Virginia. He's going to end up going to the beaches down there, and that's the last place we can go to get away from you assholes from New York and New Jersey. Uh, the beaches? Yeah, the Outer Banks. Yeah, they're pretty packed with fucking northerners every summer. Just try to look and see how expensive it is to stay there for a week. That's that New York Jew money filling up the place. Yeah, I mean, it's tourism. Why would you be against it? Well, why would you be against people of color like you and Pitsy were? Well, I want to make clear. It was Pitsy with the racial remarks. I wasn't involved in that. 
Were you standing next to him? I was, and maybe I was chuckling, but I didn't actually say any of the words. No, I was I was trying to get him off, but I mean, he truly... That was, was like Fez saying he doesn't take responsibility for what I'm saying, right, Fetty? Right. Right. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Mark, you're on run Fez. Oh, we lost you. All right, this was, of course, the biggest song. Fucking Pearl Jam did this song the other night. Damn it. Uh, why we're doing this song some weird 80s uh, thing news they fez watley Adam Ant the other day Adam Ant in the nut hut he don't drink don't smoke what do we do well he'll take any meds they can fucking give him at this point you could be the new ant music right now fitty well, all I have, I don't have the music experience, just the uh, mental hospital stuff. Just the mental hospital experience of a week at four wins. And how do they decide that Adam Ant needed to go to uh, a mental facility? I think he jumped on stage during some sort of Christian thing. Should have uh, locked him up here as soon as he did this as a song. All I remember is that Billy Crystal did a parody of this when he did his short Saturday Night Live thing. He thought he looked just like him. He now that you say it, he does. Yeah, he was very proud of it. They had the kind of a, the little Jufro, both these yeah. guys. I didn't know it was called that. Oh, yeah. Garfunkel may, probably started it all. Seth Rogen's got one. Yep. Seth Rogen. Even Jonah Hill, when he Wait, lives did in Did you ever watch that Zach and Mary thing? Yes. Oh, you didn't like it? 
No? Yeah? I, I, I love it. I like, like the movie. I couldn't make it through first time. All right. I think uh, Kevin is so much naturally funnier than Apatow. I don't know why you're going down that fucking rabbit hole, big man. Yeah. Uh. Pittsburgh? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you're Jersey guy. I, that was weird for me. Yeah, I agree with that. Stay in Jersey. This is the type of music that's always in those, do you remember, 80s shows, too. You could just see the guys with talking about terrorists. What for you, Davey Mac, says 80s the most, music-wise? I still think of AHA. You know, I still think of Take and They On were in Me. here the other day. They're, uh, AHA is actually doing their farewell tour. And I'm like, I would have no idea that they were ever even together. And the thing about AHA is like they were from Norway or some fucking place. Yeah, they were Europeans. We're going to take a break here. We'll be right back. It's the Ron and Fez Show. I'm sorry. Tommy gets a little loaded. He doesn't mean any disrespect. You don't mean any disrespect, Henry. Are you nuts? Billy, Billy. Breaks around the house. You got your red dress on Screaming that second gear was such a turn on And the fog forming on my window tells me that the Back with the Ron and Fez show on a Monday, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ That's 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ And you can always follow at 202friends on twitter.com I saw a thing over the weekend where um, the Philadelphia Flyers skates may have been sabotaged in the NHL playoffs where there was uh, sand or some sort of abrasive sub- uh, substance on the um, where they go and they clean their skates before they get out on the ice and that that might have just totally tore up their skates in that one loss that they had. So, I mean, this is this is bordering on uh, Tanya Harding type stuff. Hey, uh, Paul, you're on the Ronnie Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, uh, got a little sports uh, spy report for you. Spy report? Yes, sir. All right. Spy report. Spy report. Uh, Tony Romo just uh, advanced to the final qualifier to get him into the U.S. Open in uh, June if he finishes in the top. Uh, group, he'll he'll be able to play in the U.S. Open. That's a pretty big crossover right there. And what exactly is that? The the qualifier basically you got to go out and play thirty six holes. And basically this this past weekend he just uh, shot a sixty nine to get him to advance to the next one, which is on the seventh. And then he plays thirty six holes. And if he uh, finishes in the I think it's the top five or ten, he will play in the U.S. Open. Yeah, I think that would be bad for golf. Where it looks like anybody can do it. It just doesn't matter. And actually, I even got that from Caddyshack when I saw that that Irish kid go out there and go out and win. I think his luck's turned around since he's got rid of Jessica Simpson. Now good things are happening him uh, for him on the golf course, too. I hate pretty girls. 
I'm like you. I just spice them. Well, I have a theory. They're all ugly and stupid. And your favorite flavors? Chocolate and vanilla. So I can combine them into that black cow. All right, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Yesterday was the big lost last episode. Couldn't have uh, more fun uh, putting together the big dinner menu, knowing that we were going to be gnashing all night long. Did you do anything special, Fez? I know your Sunday night is normally what night? It's uh, it's an Italian night, so I, I just had my regular lasagna from the diner. Didn't break off uh, doing anything different? No, no. I watched Lost, but that was about it. For the first time, I watched Lost among all the, all the, all the Lost fans, and it was a very odd experience. Where did you watch? The Lost Room on... Uh... On Pal Talk? <laughs> no, I was in a fucking apartment with a couple of buddies, and people were really asking a lot of questions, and I'm glad I'd never fucking watched it with anyone else before that. It is a problem when people feel the need to bring up things during the episode, and particularly when you're still trying to go in the very last uh, minutes where you hear people going, oh, shit, this was a waste of six years. And there were some stone people there, and that just made it impossible. I almost right. walked out. So good for God. What, what just happened? Wait, where's Richard Alpert? No. Richard Alpert. Oh, that's another that- fucking thing. And that even goes back to, they gave that asshole an entire episode this year. Yeah. And then you never know why or how. You think he was still immortal? That's why he wasn't at the church? Uh, and even down to the, yeah, still immortal. And even down to the fact of, I'm just going to give you water, but I don't know the prayer. We're, we're that far away from it. It wasn't great storytelling. Now, it was a great con. I give him credit for that. But not great storytelling. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Ron Beddington. Fitty. Save Dave. Chris Stanley. All in here together. Um, Chris, let me ask you this. During this Save Dave thing, scale 1 to 10, how good you feel that Dave's going to stay? Uh, give me a 6, 6.5. All right. Getting up there. Not strong, but a lot stronger than it was last week. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it's boosted considerably with this uh, surge over the weekend. Yeah, there was a nice weekend surge. They're handling themselves professionally. And that picture's great. Love the picture. Who did that picture for you, Dave? Dregman. I believe it is his name. Uh, Dregman. Why did he put it in all orange? I have orange hair. Now, tonight is... What game are we going back to? Is the Celtics get to close it out? Yeah. Celtics uh, magic tonight. So and That back, was a bad series. Orlando or Boston? Uh, Boston's got a sweep. But you know what? If the Suns are going to make it... Mean, where are they playing? Oh, it's in Boston. So it's just it's very difficult to envision the Celtics not closing it out at home. They've they've really shut down the magic to just totally taking care of business. And Dwight Howard and TCB when yeah, taking I mean, care of business. Dwight Howard has just not looked like the same player. 
Dwight Howard, more like Mo Howard, and then we can all laugh at it because it was the Stooges. Ah, I kind of Some agree. guys don't get strong during the playoffs. And, you know, he has no jumps, uh, jump shots, no real small hook shot. You know, you're a center, you're seven feet tall, you got to develop some of these things by Let's now. Let's face it. We can't get around the fact that World Cup is coming. Every time you look up, here in New York, it's going to be crazy because we have bars for every single country. Davey Mack, who are you picking to win this? I think Germany is going to win. I, I, I like the big, uh, the big guys. Uh, Hicks, who you got? Give me Brazil because of all the Brazilians around my neighborhood, I don't want them to freak out. The story is crazy because it's every single European and Hispanic. One thing about place. football is they do seem to be fitting to their stereotype where um, you've got Brazil, very flashy, very carnival. Germany, Dave's team, um, very slow but strong, methodical, always seem to have a great um, goaltender. Efficient, just like their automobile industry. The Italian, flashy, but cheat, much like regular Italian people. And a little bit uh, worried about themselves above all others. I'm going to go upset here. I'm picking Ivory Coast to win the whole thing. Let's take it back to Mother Africa. Ivory Because Co I don't think any African team has ever even made the quarterfinals. Or maybe not passed the quarterfinals. The entire continent has never gone that far. They just got food two weeks ago. Whatever. Got balls over there. Jesus. Uh, Peter, you're on the run of Fed show. Hey, Fezzi, I just wanted to let you know, uh, follow up to your hockey story. The Magic, the Orlando Magic, are going to be wearing flubber on the bottom of their sneakers tonight to dominate the Celtics. Well, that'll be cheating. Eight six six run zero fez eight six six run zero fez. Um, Mark Twain left instructions not to publish his autobiography until after one hundred years after his death which is now University of California, Berkeley, where the manuscript is in a vault, will release the first volume. Um, the eventual trilogy will run uh, about a half a million words should send a uh, new light on him. Uh, Davey Mack, had you heard this story before? I know you're a reader. No, I hadn't. I have never heard this story in my life. This is amazing. I mean, that's really, really important because he argued, you know, there's like four or five people you could say is America's greatest writer. And certainly for the 19th century, I think, you know, besides Edgar Allan Poe, you have Mark Twain there. Who, in your opinion, are the, the great American writers? Well, I think you have to have Fitzgerald, right. you know, and you have to have Hemingway in there. Uh, Twain, Edgar Allan Poe, and then, see... I am biased towards Hunter S. Thompson, but I don't think enough time has elapsed. Uh, I think in hold 80... on, my friend. You never heard of Grapes of Wrath? Steinbeck, of course. Yes, I'm sorry. I because about all those people that you're talking about would might pick Steinbeck. Yeah. I mean, to me... End of Mice and Men. I think if you're looking at the kind of American-American writer, it might have to be Steinbeck. He probably nailed it with Grapes of Wrath. And, and again, Mice and Men is an incredible book. 
Um, and like I said, not enough time has elapsed for Hunter S. Thompson. You know, maybe in 50 years we'll look at him. What about East of Eden? You don't have any fucking love for that book? Yeah, well, you could. You could have Tennessee Williams as well. Well, he was a playwright. We're talking about novelists. Okay, just straight up novelists. Um, yeah. yeah you Why not fucking have... pick Neil Simon if you're just fucking... No, okay, I fucked what I said. Salinger, gotta throw him in there. One and done? Hey, it's that's like, never mind. I mean, catcher in the right fucking chain shit. Okay, but by the same thing, if you were going to go by the one American novel that pretty much everybody has read, probably be Kill Mockingbird. Yes, yes, that's definitely. And that, and that was a one and done. Yeah. Uh, Capote, you know, mm. maybe, I don't know. Mm. Norman Mailer? Um, I am very curious, very curious about this 100-year wait and why anybody ever listened to him. Why would they? Uh, why wouldn't they go the day he died? We're going to put it out now. Uh, let's go to Ed Portland. You're in one of Fez. Hey, Ron. Yeah, uh, Mark Twain, super, super creepy uh, pedo. Uh, his, even his daughter had it cut out because all he did was hang out with little, little girls and stuff. Um... I never heard that. Yeah, yeah, check it out. Yeah, right. Great documentary on it. And uh, What's the documentary? I think like a Ken Burns thing or something. It was on a PBS. Oh, check I saw out. that. American Experience. It was yeah, either that really? or American Masters. Well, you didn't pick up on the, on the little girl thing? No, I didn't, actually, believe it or not. I know that, you know... He was friendly with with his relatives. I didn't know about those. I'd never heard Ken Burns saying he liked little chicks. All right. I just went to uh, Mark Twain and Pad and didn't come up with anything. <laughs> so you'd think if it was as well known. These would be the same people waiting for a payday when his bio comes out now. Who's that? Little, uh, his little girls. All right, he's been dead for over 100 years. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, they would be... They uh, could still be around, I guess. At what, like 110? Even I, if they would have been 10 the day he died? Uh, 866... Richard one. Alpert type. Yeah, they might be Richard Alpert girls. <laughs> There's always that possibility. Like in Lost. thing about Twain that I love is I, uh, American pride. I, I feel like he was America's answer to Charles Dickens, the way we answered the Beatles with the birds. Fuck you, Dickens. We got Twain. Yeah. Uh, do you think we gave much of a fucking answer to the Beatles, even with the birds? We tried. I mean, eight miles <laughs> high. This is where you are. Davy Mac, furious today. Children don't get free desserts. I am mad the fact that somebody thought that they could ask a little kid uh, what they want. Here is some uh, good news, though. Our good friend Shirley Phelps Roper will be demonstrating at Ronnie James Dio's memorial next weekend in L.A. Uh, they're picketing because of his devil horn sign and calling him the Satan worshiper. But that really has a lot to do with it. They'd be picketing anyway. But in in our small world, made smaller, and as you know, Shirley Phelps Roper is the spiritual guy to the Ron Fez show. But uh, do you know who's going to be speaking at this? No, I no, don't. No, I don't. Our own Eddie Trunk. So how do I choose? My best friend, Shirley Phelps Roper, 
or my best friend Eddie Trunk. Now, I think most of the time when the Roper's family, the Phelps family, shows up and protests one of these uh, funerals, I think it's a horrible thing. In the case of Ronnie James Dio, I think it's great. I think he would have loved it, and obviously his fans have got to love this, and his family's got to love this. It's almost not even offensive to this. It's almost like great publicity for everybody. Yeah, I definitely think so. Um, I, I, it's going to be tough. I would maybe choose Eddie Trunk just based on the head size. You know, if you mean in a that. fight? Yeah. I mean, you know, he's got the noggin. Much bigger than Shirley's. Maybe what we can do is have Eddie Trunk uh, TV show run down by Shirley, and that'll buy him a little heat. That would be a crossover jamboree, then. What's the name of his TV show? That Metal Show. So maybe if she makes a That Metal Show is for fags... Might be the way to run with this. Maybe we can get them both uh, on here tomorrow as kind of a prequel. Kind of an opportunity for them to uh, sell some more tickets to this gimmick. I'd buy one. I think it helps Shirley and the Westboro Baptist Church, too. It's kind of an inroad to celebrity funeral protesting. I don't know if she's done celebrities before. Yeah, she definitely has. She's done every kind. I don't know if this is Shirley or Theo. This is Ronnie. Save Dave. Who's some of the other big names in your Save Dave campaign? Mikey Boy pulled it all together for you? Mikey Boy is big, yeah. Dregman, um, Greatest American Zero. Oh, uh, by the way, I uh, I turned on just, well, I saw Just John's Twitter, and he was mad the other day because some uh, podcast made fun of him. I don't know which one it was. I didn't see that. Check into that. Yeah. Because it's not like John to run a negative campaign to ever even get mad at anybody. Go back and look at his Twitter. Yeah. And you'll see what I'm talking about. Boy, this song is monotonous and fucking crazy. <laughs> Just a... I'm lining up with the Ropers right now. The Phelps Ropers. This does have my devil horns up. The way it's looped like this, I swear it's Moby. I think the lyrics are just, uh-huh. That's pretty good. And he gets total writing credit for that. Maybe we're skipping. <laughs> okay. Are you playing an album? 
Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Run a fest. Hey, everybody. Come on over here, please. I just want you guys to know that I am drunk as fuck, driving around town drunk. I'm on dope, and I want you to call the police. I want to go back to jail. Please. Not only that, but I got a loaded handgun right here. I'm going to start firing this off. So please call the cops. It is the Ron Fez Show, 866 Ron Zero Fez. 866 Ron Zero Fez. here with us today. Go see side Dave McDonald and her own Chris, Mr. Loss, Tanley. Fitty, uh, you came up with a new character. Did it for the boys, and then uh, you decided to back out of it, huh? Yeah, it bombed. It bombed upstairs in the office. Speaking of bombing, uh, Davey McDonald said to us, McGruber was going to beat Iron Man 2 head-to-head this week. He predicted big things. I go, first of all, it's not head-to-head. Iron Man 2 had already been out for two weeks. McGruber was just opening up. He says it doesn't matter. McGruber was the big deal. McGruber limped in at $4.1 million. A total embarrassment. Not only that, but I don't know how they were getting all that great press leading up to this without showing it to anybody who was a critic. I'm confused. I bought I bought their uh, their mass marketing appeal. You bought the hype. Um, the naked McGruber pictures I thought were great and everything. So I I, I was conned. You mm-hmm. know I was I was fooled because I really thought McGruber was going to take this shit home. Fitty, did you expect it to be this small, or did you just want to summarize and take a break? No, I, I did not expect it to be this bad because the McGruber people were everywhere. They even took over Monday Night Raw one night. And it's This is the second time today you brought up Monday Night Raw. Are you getting a little Jones there? Uh, I'm thinking about <laughs> wrestling, yes. I didn't watch it last week. Are you going to watch it tonight? Uh, no, no. I'm sticking. I'm going to try to stick with this and not watch wrestling tonight. Not even TNA? Nope. Just, uh, They've got bulk boulder. Just to be done with all of it. With no holds bards on cable. Zeus. Can't steer your eyes away from him. Tony Zeus Lister. Even just for the crazy eyeballs. Dave, you didn't like this new character that uh, Pez was doing? No, I I thought I gave it a less tepid re- reaction than, than Pepper. Give um, it a letter grade. A uh, B. What did uh, Pepper give it? C. Mm. By the way, coming up uh, tonight, it'll be on 202 Friends tonight, but Davey Mack paying off his... Uh, homage right now to those little seven-year-old girls by dancing to all the single ladies. You got the dance down? Yeah, I watched it several times. Mm-hmm. Several, several times on, o- over the weekend. Watched it with my little girl on my lap saying, don't ever be like this, baby. And I'm getting you free ice cream. <laughs> Creepy video. Still trying to figure out, did we figure out who just John was the person who bashed our buddy? We still, uh, no, we tried. We uh, went through all his tweets. Can't figure this shit out, but we'll text Is him. it on his tweet? It should have been, I guess, Friday night? Yeah, I think it would have been Friday night, because I was on the Twitter thinking I was watching Davey Mac at the uh, big Pearl Jam show. Yeah, we're calling him. 
because uh, his tweets we couldn't uh, figure it out. It was very puzzling. Let him. Let me know if he wants me in a radio war. Okay. Because uh, John has never been anything good to run a fitty. Fitty going to a candy shop? No, no, not going to the candy shop. Getting your lollipop? No, staying away from the sweets. Oh, you're not even you're you're taking it face value here. No metaphor whatsoever, huh? Back to diabetes talk. Oh yeah. Um, let's go over here to Tom. You're on a fez. Hey, what's up, buddies? Yeah. Uh, how is the ex governor McGreevy of New Jersey getting better ratings? for working glory holes at the rest areas on the turnpike than the number one movie of the week. Uh, Tom, I do like your Dice Jr. bit that you're doing, but uh, material's got to be worked on. Speaking of which, the Shrek movie came in at $70 million. Now, you would have thought $70 million. That's huge. But it was so much less than the last Shrek that they're going, this is why the franchise is over. And it was 3D, which should up the ticket prices. Oh, be even less people. So yeah, it was it was a, a huge, huge decrease in Shrek business, and uh, it just didn't have the pop around it though anymore. You no, know? I I like the way Pixar does it in that. Except for Toy Story, there's not a lot of sequels. You get a Finding Nemo, you get an Up, you get a Wally, one and Dones. Make yeah, some... I heard Alan even go like, I'd like to do a uh, Finding Nemo 2. No, no, don't, don't. You're going to ruin it with Finding Nemo 2. Ruin it. I am the fin- I'm, I'm a Finding Nemo fan. That's one of my, my Pixar films. So you feel like Toy Story is ruined for you? Yeah, I didn't care for him because once you saw the little toys, that the magic of little toys coming to life when the kid is, you know, downstairs was what was cool, but... Two points. I thought the little kid looked just like the toys. That's what fucked it up for me. Oh, yeah. They've never gotten humans down in any of these movies yet. No. They have a very kind of scary look to them, and, and their, their teeth, just everything's odd. Uh, is this my buddy, Just John? Yeah. Just John. Hey, guys. Uh, what are you up to, pal? Uh, not too much. I heard you were talking about my Twitter stream, so I thought I'd call in and comment. This is not just John. John. Is not? Yeah, this is John. This is John. You're po- you're yeah, we, we just talked to him on my phone. Okay. Yeah, Pepper, just call me. Um, yeah, somebody is, uh, starting a radio war? No, it's no radio war. It's just that, um, in the middle of the what show on Friday night, Sheepy texted me asking about some details about some things I had posted, Um, and I just don't listen to the show. Um, I wasn't asked to be part of it, but I didn't want to be talked about without being, you know, consulted on it, so I just asked to be, please, left out of it, and then it just kind of blew up from there. Well, I had no idea of this. (sighs) Well, see, here's the problem. The what show? I was willing to go to Battlefield. But, the, you know, the what show has Solera, who, you know how we feel about Solera, and Angry Missy, you know how we feel about Angry Missy, and, and Alki, you know, we feel about Alki, and then they also have Jeff and Sheepy. Um, oh, yeah. No, but obviously they're all our buddies. What were they busting your balls about? Well, 
it, it isn't that they were busting my balls, and I don't know what was actually said because I wasn't listening to their show, uh-huh. and I didn't call in. I wasn't asked to be part of the discussion. Oh. But I was uh, auctioned for a charity date auction last week. Oh, very nice. So, yeah, so, I mean, I helped raise 3500 to $4,000 for uh, leukemia and lymphoma, and I kind of had a feeling that these are points that were going to be left out in favor of just making fun of the fact that I got auctioned on a date. And I wouldn't, I don't want it to be, you know, I want the positive aspect there as well. But, you know, here's the thing. When you get auctioned out on a date, I imagine that the pressure is on you, too. Oh, yeah. Completely. And then if a girl's going to pay 3500 for you, she's also going to expect something in return, my friend. Well, you know, I, I hate to disappoint her. So sexually, you would be there. You, you're a prostitute for leukemia. Seems that way. All right, Davey Mac. Right. You ever been auctioned off? No, I I did attend at one time a very uh, mother boy type ball with my mom. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what happened at the mother boy ball? Uh, we had to. Uh, my mom had to. It was all for charity, and we had to dance competitively. And uh, the the uh, winner got a chunk of change for their favorite charity. Well, this and how'd you guys do? We're terrible. Yeah, I mean, I can't dance, and she she doing just doing that thing where she rubs her ass in the yo, and you're just throwing your hands in the air, right? Like you just don't care. Yeah, just John got thirty five hundred dollars for a chick that wanted to be with him. That's thirty five hundred. That's amazing. See, John. Well, uh, that was cumulative, so it wasn't just me, but oh. I, I did okay. How much oh, for yeah. just show? I see. Uh, Sorry, what was it? How much for just John? Um, I went for 40. Oh, 40 bucks. <laughs> but what happened is the girls went for like 500 each. The guys went for like 40 to 60. He, right. he went for less than a Wii game. Now, do you have to uh, Do you have to go anywhere with this girl? Um, yeah, we just haven't set up the date yet. Ooh. What do you got planned? Uh, I don't know. That We'll figure out. Supposedly, the person who... The auction is only supposed to set up the date, but oh. I'm sure I'll figure it out with her. John, do you live here in the city? Uh, I don't. I live in White Plains. Oh, you spend a lot of time in the city, though, right? Well, all my work is there. All my clients are there. I see. So, yes, I do. Yeah, because I see some of the restaurants you go to, and I'm like, sometimes you're right around the corner from me. Oh, all yeah, right, well, buddy. Some great restaurants up there. So. Yeah, we were going to go to battle for you because we thought, because you just said podcasts, but... You know, the what show are our buddies, too. Although, Fez always gets mad, so you could at least be on Fez's side. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I love the people in the what show. I just, I wanted it properly represented since they weren't going to. There's some days you're just not in the mood to play games. That's what you're saying. They just caught you on a bad mood day. Yeah, something like that. All right. Well, congratulations for raising the money, pal. All right, well, thanks a lot. Talk to you later. John's a good guy. Seriously, a really good guy. Yeah, he's always got a nice, fresh pair of jean shorts. I mean, he's a cool, you know, he's a good good, good person. And I'm sure he's on the Save Dave uh, side, right? Yes. Actually sending me articles, too, about my situation and how it apply. He sent me a Lady Gaga article. What's that mean? It was like an article of it. The name of it was called Why Lady Gaga Has Fans and You Don't. Not specifically aimed at me. It was just a general article. So- Send it to me. I like to read it. Okay. Actually, I thought it was... Kind of helpful. Now I was, I was thankful for John t- for doing it. I like to meet this chick that John's gone out with too. 
I'll tell you this. Unlike a lot of people we know, John always has a very active social life. <clears throat> I'm one of my uh, few friends that uh, really appreciates good food. Now, the interesting thing is the other friend who does is Foundry Music Jeff. You think him and just John would be perfect buddies? Yeah. Well, there, you know, it's those, it's that Jew thing that fucking, you know, there, there can only be one. It can only be one. Yeah. Highlander. Highlander. When you have Jew friends and black friends, they always battle to see who is your single. You and Jeff never made up with each other, huh, Fiddy? Nope, never made up. Fiddy, are you going to break out this character yours or not? I've been fucking hitting at it all day. Davey Mac gave you a B. What is the character? It is the secondhand spoke, uh, smoke monster. It's the spokesperson. The secondhand spokesperson. Smoke monster. Now, uh, you got this idea when? Um, just over the weekend as uh, Lost was wrapping up. I was thinking about Lost. Do I have to be in the room? No, you don't. It's me, the secondhand smoke monster. The smoke monster you get after dealing with original smoke monster. I'm more dangerous than smoke monster. The secondhand smoke monster, you don't see it coming. Before I was banned, I would go after waiters and waitresses. They didn't even have to smoke as long as their customers did. I was the reason there was no I was the reason there was no smoking on Oceanic Flight 815. There used to be smoking on all flights, but after I came along, they started installing smoke monster detectors on all the planes. Another favorite target of mine? Unborn fetuses. I was trying to get Aaron uh, by, by making Claire smoke. Pregnant women are susceptible to secondhand smoke monsters. I was thrilled when Sun got pregnant. I'm evil. I try to get newborn's lungs. I try to get right in there. I'm a secondhand smoke monster. Don't challenge me or else I'll, I'll be sure to, uh, that all the new babies have a lower birth weight and possibly cause ear infections. That's what secondhand smoke monsters do. Sure, the smoke monster killed people and terrorized the island, but I can cause bronchitis and stunt children's growth. That's real nasty stuff. And when I'm feeling, I'm feeling extra mean, I can even contribute to higher levels of cholesterol. Beware the secondhand smoke monster. Soon I'll be banned in all outdoor areas, as well as restaurants, federal buildings, and businesses. You can't stop me forever. I'm the secondhand smoke monster. I'm back. How was it? Go better than you thought? No, I think I think Eastside Dave and Hicks were right. Uh, David, you're on Fez. Hey, guys. Calling in to say that was awful, Fezzy. Well, it's, I guess it's still a work in progress. I hope so, Is man. Is the show over? Uh, Sean, you're on the Running Fez show. Fezzy, I love you, but that was a C minus. That was a little dark and morbid for my taste. Uh, here's Bill. You're on Running Fez. A big ass plan, I said, a baba butter. Ah, butter. Kua! Fezzy. That was an awesome fezzatorial. Great job. Keep up the good work. You did a fezzatorial when I was out? No, that was not a fezzatorial. That was the secondhand smoke monster. 
Did you remember to say the character's name over and over like they do on Saturday Night Live? I got it in there. Uh, Will, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, buddy. Uh, I loved hearing Iris. It's been a long time. Loved it. Uh, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. I was trying to do my Harvey Firestein voice. Uh, Sean, you're on Run of Fez. Hey, Fezzy, didn't they run out of cigarettes after like the first week? Why would they have to worry about a secondhand smoke monster? Well, it's just another smoke monster to worry about. I'm confused. There was a show called Lost? Yes, there was a show called Lost. It's on for about six years, and then it wrapped up last night. Uh, let's go to Bill in Georgia. You're, whoops, Bill in Georgia. You're on running. Hey, Ron. Yeah. Hey, Ronnie, I, I think uh, Dave and Pepper must have been grading on a curve. That's junk. Uh, Nick in Wisconsin, you're on Run of Fez. I think it's really great how the Ron and Fez show lets their interns try out their material. I mean, this one did stink, but, you know, better luck next time, intern Fez. I didn't get a chance to hear it. I had to go outside for a second. You felt like it uh, went pretty good, Fez? Uh, Joe in Utah. Hey, I was just wondering, uh, what's the smoke monster's uh, favorite ice cream? <laughs> I'm sure the smoke monster enjoys some sort of smoky flavored, maybe a smoky almond. What about you yourself, Fuzz? Chocolate and vanilla. Then you can combine them into a black cow. Hi, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, hey, hey, Fez, how many times can you polish a turd? Probably as many times as you want if you want to keep touching turds. Hmm? Mike, you're on Run of Fez. I think it's more like a steam or a vapor monster on Lost. I don't think it's exactly the same thing. It's pretty harmless, basically. Fezzy? I don't know what a steam or vapor monster is. This was the secondhand smoke monster that I did. Uh, let's go over here to Don. You're running Fez. Ronnie B, brother, do you think the smoke monster just had a lot of trouble explaining to the rest of his smoke family what that pathetic gimmick just was? I have no idea. Here's I, I missed it completely. Here's John. You're on the Run of Fez show. John in Tennessee. Fez, does the uh, smoke monster like Jello pudding pops? Linger longer. Why don't you do a little bit of Smoke Monster for me? 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. It is the Ron Fez Show. Save Dave campaign is going on uh, now as we speak. And Dave, over the weekend, I agree with Hicks a million percent. You guys pulled it together. You started to nail this thing. What's planned next? Oh, golly. I mean, the, you know, we're going to keep being positive. Mm -hmm. We're putting some um, videos up on the Dave Pound Twitter account, and that's, of course, where you want to go. You go to the uh, twitter.com slash Dave Pound to post your happy, happy, positive remarks. By the way, um, 
There are, Just John just put something up on 202 Friends, and we'll retweet it. Anybody that wants to uh, donate to that leukemia fund that he's been uh, working to beat, just to get this out, he's anti and not pro-leukemia. Because when people say to me, can I get some money for leukemia? I'll go, absolutely not. I'm against it. But when they say for something, mm-hmm. they mean against it. Like the AIDS walk. Don't take that as a bunch of people trying to promote AIDS. Just the opposite. I had all backwards then. Um, that's why I want to bring it up. All right. Uh, Joseph, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, Fezzy, nice job on the choke monster. I uh, don't get that. Uh, let's go to Joe and Queens. I'd rather listen to my fingernails scratching a blackboard. Then what? Then the smoke monster. John, New York, you're running Fez. Yeah, Fezzy, that was so bad. I got emphysema just listening to it. Uh, Derek in Chicago? I think you should take all that back, Fez, because my grandpa died at 103 of secondhand smoke, and I'm pretty pissed at you. Go Cubs. Right. Look, I just want to say this to other Cubs fans. All Fezzy's doing is bringing some uh, humor your way. That's me and Fitty. Ron and Fitty making this thing happen. You got a new character you called a smoke monster. You told me last night you were doing it. Mm -hmm. Then today you pulled it back out again. Last second, let's put it back out. I see you worked on it a little bit, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, music, you'd written it down. Mm -hmm. What character are you doing tomorrow? Um, I don't have one planned yet for tomorrow. How about the, uh, how about Todd, the boy who enjoys vanilla and chocolate? I don't know if there's a lot to go there with. What would you like to do then? I'll have to think of something for a character. Well, think of it right now while we're sitting. What show's on tonight? Dancing with the Stars? Then why don't you do this? Dancing with the bars. And it's a drunk dancer. American Idol's finale is tomorrow and Wednesday. He could do like uh, Simon Cowell's retarded brother who gives all... Black Cow. How about Simon Cowell's uh, brother who likes chocolate and vanilla? Black Cow. (laughs) Instead of American Idol, it's American Bible. You know how you do, Fez. You take something and you parody it. Boy, it is going to be a uh, to serve with love moment with this uh, Simon Cowell leaving, huh? Getting out while the getting's good. Yep. That fucker ought to be leaving with a mask on the way he stole money the last <laughs> fucking eight years. He's the bandit, not Ronnie Bate. Well, he, um, he did contribute, you know. We'll see what happens next year. If the ratings go down, he's going to claim it's all because of him. Um... Here's uh, Mike, Michigan. I like Fez's normal character better, the silent monster. Uh, let's jump up here to Shogun. DIC 241. Face, face, face. I was wondering if the smoke wants to happen to use a two chaw ashtray. Remember that, Fez? Yeah, bad Christmas gift. I thought it was a good idea. Vanilla, chocolate, black cow. Big character lined up for tomorrow by Fez Watley. Simon Black Cow doing his very last American Idol.
It's like we don't care about movies anymore, Dave. We don't care about TV. It's almost like the end times are upon us. It's a weird feeling out there. Yeah. Maybe those Incas were right with all their hodgepodge Indian bullshit. Maybe 2012 is coming to the end. Maybe this is what it looks like. Just a bunch of grays, you know, we over-dramatize things. Maybe just a, a gray pall is cast on the world. It's coming off that way. Tila Tequila is the first person to sign up for Celebrity Rehab this new season. What about this? Tomorrow, your new character, Tequila Tequila. Tila's brother, who drinks tequila. One thing she might want to do is drop the tequila name if she's going into Celebrity Rehab. Probably not going to help her out a lot in there. True that, my man. Dropping bombs today, Fitty. I can't believe that show stays on the air. It's actually in big trouble. They She's signing on, but they're finding a lack of celebrity to sign on to it. And uh, it may be canceled if they can't get some people real quick. So if... The show does return to VH1. You're going to mm. see the absolute bottom of the barrel. I mean, you're going to see, you know, fucking Arvid from Head of the Class is going to be on the goddamn show. I didn't know he had a problem. It's just going to be celebrities that we haven't seen in well, decades. It should be easier to get them problems than it is to find. <laughs> uh, this uh, Simon, Brittany Murphy's husband, he died last night. And the firefighters and police says... He died of natural causes. We always seem to fall into this thing where we're willing to to say that young enough people died of old age. What goes on there in California? They're Maybe. now starting to call a natural cause a bullet in the brain. <laughs> I think there's something weird with ho those Hollywood folk. Davey, you looking forward to tequila, uh, tequila, tequila tomorrow? Yeah, I can't wait for tequila, tequila. What are you doing, Simon? Black cow. I think I would rather do tequila, tequila. Ouch. There might be there might be a little bit more to work there. I think it's not exactly going to be as well known, though, right? What's the, what's been the number one show? Oh, Idol. Would you do this tequila, black cow, tequila? Does that make sense? Sure sounds tasty. I oh, know I'm that. I'm not going to seance in here tomorrow, Dave. I'm trying to bring back your career. Okay. From the dead. My, mine? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you think they're coming through for you, huh, Dave? I feel like it. I feel like it today, too. Now, when I left here Friday, I'm going to tell you the truth. I didn't feel like it. Really? That's disappointing. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. It certainly seems like a day-to-day -day thing. Yeah, it always does. Well, I, I thought you guys pulled it over the weekend. Yeah. A lot better. Well, and then we, I've also, I've talked to them both over the weekend. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I'm just, you know, reminding them that this is real. Well, the support's been unbelievable. What can I say? I'm not even shitting around. Uh, Eric, Houston, you're my fez. Hey, I just uh, bought Red Dead Revolver last night, and I got to the point where you guys, I could hear y'all's voices, and it was fucking awesome. You guys did a great job. And uh, that must be the coolest experience to be able to hear your voice on a, in a video game, you know? 
Well, you know what's even funnier about this, Eric? And most of the time in life, no matter what you do, doing it is more fun than having done it. So we did this, like, what, Dave, over a year ago? Yes, absolutely. Well over a year I ago. I think it was in the summer. Yeah, summer 2009. Um, Felt like it, at least. I think it was even more than that, because I don't think we worked here. I think we were in the other building. Oh, that, that's definitely... Oh, so that yeah. would have been like a year and a half ago. Oh, yeah. Did Laszlo leave me a game? He said he was. He, he did. Um, I don't think so. I mean, I, he said the same thing to me when he came in here, um, but I, I'll, I can contact him to pick up another copy. No, he's in fucking, what do you call it? I can give you my game because I don't have an Xbox. How's it your game? Because he said, Dave, I, he, he actually had my name written on it, but I assumed he had one with your name written on it, too. I thought he did. I didn't pay any attention the other day. Well, we can look around the office, too. Um, let's go over here to uh, Steve, Detroit. Yeah, hey, Ronnie B., how's it going? It's going, my friend. I got a suggestion for Eastside Dave. Maybe he could pick up a new habit and he can go hang with Tila on uh, the uh, celebrity show. No, no, I'm not going to do that. I, I don't uh, think Dave could kick. I, I, I don't, I just, I've never been a... I watched the show, but I watched it with anger, and actually, I didn't even watch this past season. It's just it's kind of a disgusting show. Oh, but anger works so well on television. <laughs> oh, I understand that, Stephen, but I mean... Uh, you'll be excited about this, Davey Mack. Um, Library of Congress is giving their George Gershwin Prize for popular song to Sir Paul McCartney. That's it. Uh, he's going to be... Honored, and this is going to be taped uh, by uh, WETA in Washington, D.C., as part of the performance of the White House series. Stevie Wonder is going to be there. Faith Hill, Jonas Brothers, Dave Grohl, Jack White, Elvis Costello, Emmy Lou Harris, uh, Herbie Hancock, and RBI's own Corinne Bailey Ray. Whoa. Along with Jerry Seinfeld. Whoa. That's a gigantic lineup. Thank God. Thank God someone's finally recognizing Paul. Pipes apiece did it all for him. Yeah. It's, I just, it feels like I'm the only Paul fan. Put the pipes apiece on. Or coming up. Those are his two big songs. You do love them and you stick with them. I do, yeah. I, I mean, because... He's touring again. You ought to try to get thrown out of his concert for <laughs> dropping the M-bomb. The last time he was at MSG, I saw him, and uh, what a show. Well, remember, we saw him up on Letterman's oh. sign that day. That was one of the my favorite New York days ever. Me, you, and Fitty, you were there, right? I was there. And Earl. Uh, Earl was there. HTG was a block away and wouldn't walk down. What? I go, yeah. She was up at the park, and I'm like, I gave her a call. I go, McCartney's playing up on this thing. She goes, I'm hanging out in the park today. I go, you're a block away. You won't walk down? I, that, that's, this that's is Dave's like favorite song. This could cost them the award. <laughs> what about... Um, Fez's new character is white-bearded Paul McCartney. 
Uh, looking for the worst Paul McCartney song. Just a bug day. Hey, he played this too that night. Yeah. <laughs> Here's Todd. He plays it every show. Hey, what's up, buddy? Yeah. Yeah, the song they got him in really right now. I read in the paper it was uh, Spies Like Us. Oh, my God. That's a bad the greatest, one. Greatest song ever. All right, let's take a Try and find it. it. Trying to make Dave feel embarrassed about worst Paul McCartney song ever. And this gentleman came up with Spies Like Us. Oh, God. So what's all of us? There ain't nobody spy like us. Hey, what do you say? Someone took your plans away. So what's all of us? There ain't nobody spy like us. Not bad. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> hey, don't be afraid of Well, that's pretty bad. How about Uncle Albert? I don't know if anything's as bad as Uncle Albert. Okay. That's one fucking terrible song. I'm not saying the guy's never had any good one. Oh, God, this is awful. <laughs> Uncle Albert, we're so sorry if we caused you anything. We're so sorry, Uncle Albert. What are you doing, Fitty? I was going to go over to the booth. Why? New character? Boofy? This is terrible, Dave. Uh, this is a little slow, but there's some loveliness into it. Here's Matt. Matt, you're running Fez. Listen, the fucking worst song he ever wrote was the title song to Vanilla Sky. He has those awful lyrics in the beginning about the chef preparing a special menu for you. <laughs> it's absolute horseshit. I, I don't even know if I remember this song. I remember the, the movie, but let's take a listen to this song. I mean, this took him five seconds. <laughs> oh, you give Paul an acoustic guitar, he's got something for you. Yeah, he's got it. Good, bad, or indifferent. Right. Thank it. This is your time. This is. This is your day. It's terrible. You've got it all. <laughs> it's just bad. I what about say say say? That's pretty fucking <laughs> embarrassing. Oh man! The shit that he did with little Michael, right? Yes, yes. I hope this isn't some kind of Joe Pesci hit that they have planned. He's going to walk in there <laughs> thinking he's getting an award, and there's going to be plastic on the carpeting.
which is terrible. What's that What the Man Said song? Um, That's What the Man Said is the fucking... Yeah. Oh, that's a terrible shit, too. Here's uh, Mike. Mike, you're on the Run of Fest show. Yeah, hi. His worst song has got to be Biker Like an Icon off his Off the Ground album from like 92, I think it is. It's terrible. Boy, I don't even know this song. Biker Like an Icon. Do you know it, Dave? Yeah, I know it. Uh, is this I, it? Yeah, this is it. Oh, yeah, I did hear this. It's terrible. Yeah. The biker didn't like her. We have we also have that song you were talking about that listen to what the man this said. This one's really bad. <laughs> see, I actually am not just fucking sticking up for Paul. I don't see this type of thing as that bad. Now maybe I am in love with the man. It's not good. Alright, let's hear the other one. Okay. Oh god, this is awful. <laughs> what is even that instrument? <laughs> Star Wars Cantina instrument. <laughs> Anytime, anyway, you can hear the people say. See when Alright, I'll be honest. This it's when he goes soft like this that yeah. I do get a little bit, you know. Well that or when he tries to hard rock. That's his fucking two <laughs> hardest places. But I, I would be a liar, Dave, if I said the guy's never written great songs. He has. But he's also written some real turds. Well yeah, but he had the sixties. I mean that's great. You know I understand. You could say, listen, I had a decade where me and this other guy who I was friends with <laughs> owned you. <laughs> you can't take it away from me. What is this fucking uh, phone line fucking up today, Hicks? Uh, number two is all fucked up, I think. And even further down. Oh, this is fucking just, just embarrassing. Here's our good buddy Eric. What do you got for us, Eric? The Greg Mr. Bellamy. The song is just, it defines Paul Oh, this is the one that Dave and I, I used to taunt Dave with, right? Yes. All right, well, listen. Talk about Star Wars monster. <laughs> has this ever happened though? Has anyone ever started off shitty and then ended up in a band like the Beatles? <laughs> has it ever gone in that direction or does it always start top and go down? I think, yeah. Uh, Jay, you're on Run of Fez. Yeah, I think it's the song Take It Away that got so bad in the 70s that they included uh, some kind of synthetic like Star Wars noise like right in the middle, right at the bridge. There's... Like, it pops off really bad. I mean, it's uh, like one of the worst ones. This is where Dave thinks he rocks hard here. Take it away. It's not bad. Seriously? It's not bad. Take it away. Don't you 
a nice summer song. It's catchy. Come on. Well, what's interesting is, you know, he's getting this song as a, a thing as a songwriter. And great songwriters are all showing up to back him up. He can't take away from his best work. But his work is pretty fucking <laughs> rancid. It still does not cloud any of his work with the Beatles or even, you know, some of his early solo this stuff. This guy could kill a kid. It wouldn't cloud your eyes. You just no, love. It would. Uh, Dave, you're on Run of Fez. Uh, yeah, the vintage clothes song off the new CD is pretty bad. I don't know this one. What we are is what we wear is vintage clothes. Vintage clothes. Vintage clothes. Vintage clothes. We All right. Paul McCartney is to Dave what Fiddy is to me, where you just swear to yourself. He's coming back. Hey, wait. These you are just good swear songs. to yourself he's coming back. Uh, take your thumb off that. Let me go over here to our good buddy Rorschach. Hey, Rorschach, how are you, pal? Hey, I got the ultimate bad uh, Paul McCartney song. It's from a Wings album, uh, Wildlife. It's called Bip Bop. It's, uh, it's beyond like childish and stupid. It's, it's retarded. Sound. You got it, Dave? No, uh, Dillette doesn't have it, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah. All right, what's the name of it again, we'll Rorschach? It, the name of the song is uh, Bip Bop off Wildlife CD. Off I think Wildlife. I know this. That, that was one of the early ones, right? Yeah, it was like his second album after. Yeah, I know that yeah. song. Bip Bop. It was just fucking Bip craziness. Bop, I don't think Bip I know Bop, it. Bop, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just fucking nuts. It really is like a Muppet song. He liked to play characters. I wish Delette had it because I want to hear it now. But he he liked to play characters. I wish I, I wish you would have just let Rorschach go with his bit instead of going over it. All right, buddy. All right, man. Bye. Bye. That's it for us. Uh, keep watching 202 Friends. You'll have the day video popping up there tonight. And that's the end of my show. Donk. I've been told that you've been bold with Harry, Mark, and John. Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday to Thursday with Harry, Mark, and John. Satellites gone up to the skies. Things like that drive me out of my mind. For a little while I love to watch things on TV
Shadow 